So Chris, let me show you. Well, let me tell you about how dope um, a lot of like young smart people are. So <laughs> some people, bro, I didn't know this. Like I forgot if you put. Um, I forgot, Chris, if you put like a fly in the freezer, and then you take the fly out, and, but you wrap and you tie a string around the fly. When it wakes up, you basically have a pet fly. Bro, these kids are fucking crazy, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's crazy, right? What, so like you yeah. uh, you gonna like cryogenically freeze that nigga like, and then he gonna wake up and then you just got a string. Well, that's crazy. I'm serious. But you know I'm what's not weird even, though? Like I'm not even lying to you right now. Think I'm about listening. it. Think about it from the fly's perspective. Because when you're that small, everything. First off, everything is in slow motion. Two, ever like time is way different for them. You know what I mean? Like their lifespan is like two weeks a week. So that may feel like forever for them, but in reality to us, it's just, you know, some regular shit. So when that nigga is in that refrigerator, bro, that shit, he probably that's like doing a bit. For real. So so let me ask you, do you believe that theory that there's something bigger than us? Oh, one hundred percent. It makes it just makes sense. Like it makes sense. We're bigger than a lot of things. You know, like why does it stop with us? We're not special. So my question is, what the fuck would be bigger than us and what would they look like? Maybe, yeah, see, that's the real question. I, yeah, that's the thing that nobody's going to really know yet. But it, it's all like, whoa, man, I'm, I'm about to dig into my Joe Rogan notes. This, this is getting real, man. I, I love this, this type is, of banter. This is Woody vs. Poppy, by the way. We covered it hot. But yeah, go ahead. Like, if there is something larger than us or... Like, I, I don't know, man. It's just the idea of humans being the top of, you know, evolutionary, like, like just us being the peak of this shit. It's just like, I don't know, bro. Things are way too perfect on Earth or set up perfectly for there not to have been some sort of tampering at all. I'm not a religious person, but I do believe that there is a higher power of some sort. And I don't know. It's just it's it's far too perfect. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know, bro. There's somebody, and and whoever those people are, are people or a species that have been able to uh, understand time. You know what I mean, and transcend that because we're that's what we're prisoners of. It's time. You know, like we can't do what we want to do because we don't know how to use time at, to our like you know our advantage. So, whoever it is out there, they uh, explain they that. Well, time is a man-made concept. You know what I mean. So, like. There's multiple dimensions, right? Say like a fly. A fly has no, like, think about their perception of the world. Think about their perception of, like, just everything. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have time as, like, you know, a created, you know, thing or whatever. They don't know that there's more to the world. They don't know what the fuck they're in. You know what I mean? They don't know they're on a planet. Like, think about that. So the only way that we could change how we perceive our reality is if we're able to transcend our planet and go to somewhere else or something like that. But we can't. You know what I mean? Like, we could go to Mars, but that's the closest thing. If we want to go somewhere else, it's going to take far too long. So until we learn how to travel at the speed of light and transcend that, we're not going to be able to level up as a species. We're not going to be able to evolve. So that's really what it is. It's like time is just this thing that we have been like, bro, there is no day and night. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we have. You know, we call it that. There's no days. There's no time. There's none of that. Everything has always been and everything will always be. 
but we use time as a tool because it makes everything easier. You know what I mean? Like, so let me ask you a question. So what about those certain planets where like it takes 408, well, it takes like a thousand days to rotate around the sun. Niggas would never have birthdays. Facts. Cause that shit not real. You know what I mean? Like it's not real. And it's just like, I don't know. I know, like, it's so funny because, like, I think a lot of people from this meme generation like to talk about this a lot. And there's this one meme where it's, like, too old to explore the world, too young to explore the universe, just the right time to make dank memes. And it's, like, yeah, we're in, like, this pretty weird spot where we've kind of, like, found out everything about the Earth, but we're in, like, purgatory until we get to the next level. And, um... You know what I mean? That's why I think our time is so entertaining because we need some shit to do. You know, we have nothing else to do anymore. So let me ask you a question. So what do you? So do you think that the future is in technology and understand? Do you think time will be able to get um, not figured out? But do you think time will be of of? I want to ask this correctly. I don't know, cause, cause because they trying to put like chips in people's heads and shit, and they trying to make like your phone be in your body. Well, this, so what this about is one all? thing that you have to realize about humans, right? And shout out to Tierzu. You would really like Tierzu. He's a YouTuber who basically ranks and compares animals as if they were like video game characters. So he'll I know talk you about tell me about him all yeah. the time. So it's like humans. The biggest tools that humans have is technology. That's how we are able to be the top dog. That's how we're able to evolve. That's how we're able to take over the planet is because we can, if we lack in a certain area, we can create a tool for it. So it's like, yeah, technology is probably going to be what kills us, but it's also going to be what makes us, you know what I mean? Like once we get to the point that we're able to create artificial life and people start realizing that like, you know, like, this, this shit is just all, like, you know, like, we may be the players, we may be the creators and shit like that, like, I, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's like, the, the technology aspect of this thing is, like, that's the main thing that's gonna either destroy us or bring us to the next level, because we obviously see what we've done with technology so far, you know what I mean, like, we've done some really cool shit, but we've come also on, Chris, destroyed the world. Imagine being, imagine being an Android, and instead of an alarm clock, an ad wakes you up. I mean, dog, this, <laughs> you're this not is what, ready for that, this bro. Is how, this you, is how I'm feeling. You, you're not ready this is for how that. I'm, this is how I'm feeling. First off, I feel like the world is probably like we're gonna see the end of the American civilization within the next 200 years. I, I I strongly believe this, and with the end of the American civilization, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the world's about to be. You try to live in a Soviet world? No. So if in 20 years Apple drops that chip, nigga, I'm putting that shit in my head because it's like. I might as well go out on some fire shit. You know what I mean? Like, so you think seeing an ad is fire? No, but that's a hypothetical situation that we don't know is going to happen. And Apple's probably not going to let you do that. They don't even, they're really big on privacy. So, you know what I mean? I don't know. But the thing that Elon Musk was saying that really scares me is that we're either going to have to A, merge with technology, or or it's going to kill us. That's it. Because AI are going to be better running humans. Humans suck in terms of, like, machines. You know what I mean? We have emotions. We have all of these other weird-ass things that fucks us up. We also don't know how to take care of ourselves most of the time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm 20 years old. I beat up my body all day. Like, once these robots are going to start pulling up, like, our robot, and them niggas are able to function way better than us, we have only one choice, and that's going to be to merge with them. And if That not, movie was spooky as hell, by the way. And if not, nigga... You know what I mean? It's we done. 
Elon Musk was scared as hell telling us that shit, nigga, because he know it's true. It's it's deeper than that though, because it's the fact that AI understand what's around them without because we've added like they have all the scenarios, so they like they. You know, and they're like, able you know to, to like, those? it's like machine learning, you know, like an AI, like say like uh, Tesla, what they use for their uh, autonomous driving. It's an AI that keeps learning. You know what I mean? It keeps learning. Mm-hmm. It, it gets better. So it's like, imagine if you give something of that caliber emotions. Like, nigga, we're fucked. I'm telling you, bro. We're living in a cool era right now. Like, we're so in you're the trying to tell me that at some point there's still going to be Android racist cops? Bro. Yo, I'm telling you, imagine, like, uh, and another thing I was hearing about is, like, you know, how having a child is going to be different in the future, where having a child naturally, where you're just, you know, having sex, um, is going to be looked down upon. It's going to be looked at as irresponsible compared to having sex in a way where you uh, do gene selection. Um, it's something like that. Basically, you can, you know what I mean, shoot your load in a cup. They boot like they they basically get your sperm. I mean, uh, your semen. They look through all of your sperm and basically find the ones that have the highest chance to be the best. So you can sit down with you, your significant other, and your doctor, and you can look at all of the choices. Like, hey, this sperm right, or like you know, this one has a higher chance of being an athlete. This one has a higher chance of you know being a a, a math genius or something. And that's gonna be how we have kids in the future. You know, like. It reminds me of that Bill Burr joke I always talk about, how Bill Burr is always mad that someone in traffic is holding everybody the fuck up, and Bill Burr was like, why the fuck do they keep making this version of a person? <laughs> like, this is a bad version of a person. Like, let this person die out. Mm-hmm. Like, this person doesn't have to exist but anymore. do you understand and, why and, and, those and, countries... But listen, but then he says that person marries another fucking person just like them, and then they have a shit ton of kids, and those kids are going to be the next people in the fucking way. <laughs> That's funny, though. Bill Burr is really funny. He was but like, yeah. He, if you he look at all of those, like those Nordic type countries, like the Henrik countries, the all the countries that are perfect, you know, what I mean, they're cool. They're they're financially well, socially they're very advanced, you know, what I mean, all that shit, bro. They already doing stuff like this. Abortion and all that shit out there is normal, nigga. They done got rid of most diseases, cerebral palsy, all, all that shit that we be like, you know, having to go through here, nigga. They've got it. Out of here. They teeth they teeth trash though. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, teeth trash, teeth trash. But it's like <laughs> listen, they got on, listen, they got me. out of it. They got that shit out of there though. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, we're probably gonna get to that point, you know what I mean? If we stop, you know, with all this conservative Christian shit in America, we can probably get to that point. But if we don't Hell no, we ain't going to get nowhere near close to them Scandinavian countries. Shout outs to every country out there that got it figured out, man. But you know why they have it figured out? It's really easy to run a country when everybody looks alike and everybody wants the same goals. You know what I mean? But it's really hard to I run mean, a country I mean, because I mean, what? I mean that's not I mean that's not true because a lot of them don't don't have like high aspirations. So, you know, I mean a lot of them don't want to be models, a lot of them don't want to be coders, a lot of them don't want to be designers, a lot of them just have normal jobs. But, but and you know okay what I mean by that? Jobs. Everybody's white. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but shit, a, I feel like my nigga reason, white ain't right. My nigga, no, there's no, a no, bunch no, no. of Af- I'm not all saying that African white countries. Is right. I'm saying that everyone is one race. Everybody's on the okay, same team. Okay, there's a bunch of people in Africa that you that you're not speaking for. Like in Senegal, there's no white people. 
No, in look, Mali, there's no white what are you people. Talking about what I'm saying that the reason why in certain countries that have one race, why they're good is because they all are supporting. Yeah, each but other. I'm naming countries that are allegedly not bad, but they not being spoke uh, as highly of as you speaking of of like uh, Sweden. I mean, you know I'll talk about any other country like that. Like, but I don't think real. you really know. I, I do. I'm just saying that the reason why America is so weird is because you have white people in charge. All right, so tell me what. All right, so tell me what you know about like Ethiopia. I mean, like, bro, I, I don't like, and them motherfuckers all look alike, and, 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 and that's not even like a um a ignorant term because they know that you know what I mean that they have features that are all very similar and things like that. But the I'm re- just saying, the, Chris. The thing I'm, I'm saying all, though is that if you are in a room with four people, right? And all four people come from different places or different, you know, cultures and shit. Coming to an agreement on something is going to be far harder. You know what I mean? Look at America right now. White people run the country, but everybody else has other feelings towards what they want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but low key, white people only run it because a lot of people are lazy and and don't mind that somebody runs something and they already are like, you know what? This person already has control over what's being done. So let me just go ahead and just deal with how they see what I'm doing. Does that make sense, Chris? It's not really a, a sense of choice. It's just a sense of it's already like it was. So it takes too much of it takes too much power in my own power to actually even care to want to make a difference. You know, like remember we talked about this uh, like maybe like two three years ago, or especially like when Donald Trump was president, Chris. No person wants to waste their life on making lives better for others. It's too sacrificial. It's not fun in theory. And it seems, and then people are like the what if factor. They'd rather like the what if it don't work and you and they lived in vain than what if it don't work, but I tried my hardest. So like what I mean by that is like, there's some people who only work for their kids and that's it. They don't have a life. Their life is to provide their kids with luxuries and tools for their kids to have an easier life because they're trying to set the standard for how to do it. So when their kids get older, you know what I mean? They do the, you know what I mean? They do, it's like they basically do the same thing. But the issue with that is that for most blacks, we'd have to be first generation to do that. And none of us want to give up the luxuries that we finally got Mm -hmm. that, other people have fought, died, get beaten, got hosed, got bit by dogs, got talked down to, to get. You know what I mean? Like, the average black person leaving, like, hard labor jobs. But it's because we've adapted American culture, and American culture is a very lazy culture. It's a very much social media kind of culture. It's not a blue-collar culture no more. They been got all those jobs the fuck out of here. Don't get me wrong. There's still people packaging up coca-cola bottles in america but for the most part those kind of jobs are like oh yeah if all else fails oh no I, you know I, what I, understand, I, mean? I understand like i live in one of those towns like my town used to be the textile capital of the world you know what i mean like we really were like booming but all that shit went overseas so the only thing that you can do now is like you can go to one of the ebay the ebay processing places or whatever the amazon niggas you can go work in that factory but it's like yeah, yeah, there's just now, hella now, now, old factories around here that are just But empty. now to get us back on track, Amazon might be the one to throw the chip in you because because they might want to help you work faster or work longer or something like that. Yeah. Who knows? Because you know? personally, I, the only, like, and I know I may sound stupid saying this shit, but for real, for real, like, the only tech company I trust is Apple. I don't trust Google like that. I definitely don't trust Amazon, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, Apple I mean, is what done, about Tesla? 
Tesla, no, no, I'm talking. I mean, like, yeah, like I'm only speaking on things that I can actually participate in. I can't trust Tesla or not trust Tesla because I've never interacted with a tr- like a Tesla product. You know what I mean? So me this saying that I don't beautiful. trust them or trust them would be coming from a uneducated point. But I, I will say this. I will say this though to back up your other point about like Scandinavian countries and, su- and such. The, uh, the uh the safest cars come from their country, Volvo. Yeah, Volvos are great. No, they're beyond great, bro. At some point, I think by like 2025, they'll be able to say the newest, the next generation of people will never crash a car in a Volvo. Like that's how small the percentage is of getting in a car accident in a Volvo. Who who that's made cr- this? Wait, what was uh? Didn't Volvo make the seatbelt? Yeah, they invented a seatbelt. Yeah, the and they gave it a, and they gave it away. They didn't even make it like they didn't make it a patent. They just wanted to save lives. That's some real nigga, shit. I told you that. You you said it like you all like smart. Shut up, nigga. See, hey, that's I mean, the I issue. See, yeah, yeah, you're right. Nah, see that's the. But listen. Hey, that, the, hey, man. The, if I read no, something in no, the book. No, but look, I'm about to give you a crazy stat. <laughs> they only like, they barely. They not. They not even close to ten percent of the actual market of cars that's like out on the street. They're not yeah. even ten percent. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I rarely see Volvos. Uh, the only reason why I even know about them is because my stepmom had one for a long time, uh, and she just got a new one. And yeah, it just mm. shows like how like loyal like Volvo customers are to their like cars. Mm. But yeah, they just look like they're built well. You know, it sounds nice. Volvo, you know, rolls off the tongue. <laughs> when it comes to this technology shit, though, man, it's just it's like America is helping us. But then they're also, it's interesting because, like, it's like just life itself is just blossoming. Because, like, you got to think, bro, all sports basically have a rule where, like, you can't be, you can't have no enhancements. So, like, imagine if, uh, 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 like, LeBron had, like, one bionic leg for real, for real. Like on some little you know ting-ting I mean? shit? Yeah, like, if his leg had, like, a, a stimulated steroid in it that just turned him up or something like that, like... You know, like, then it would get weird. You know, it would, like, totally get weird. Yeah, like, it's... I, I think about that a lot. Like, how is sports going to be? Like, I'll be real with you. I would much rather... I think if they got to that point, sports would actually benefit from this 100%. I mean, they got auto lace and shoes. No, but shits. This, this is what I'm saying. Imagine how much money the NBA made if they split the league between bionic and non-bionic people. This would this would be insane. You could either watch a niggas really balling the fuck out with no enhancements at all. So that would be like, you know, these people would be looked at as like true, true, true ballers. Or you could see niggas jump from the three point line and dunk shit. Like that would be bonkers, dude. Just split I mean, up if sports. I see that. I just go watch it on half uh, half top show with the trampoline. Listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I'm, I'm, what you want me to lie? So listen, that Warriors owner. Yo, I would have did the same thing, bro. He's so privileged. He was just like, bitch. He probably said the N-word, but... He's a nigger. He, he probably said, you know, he probably just like... He, yo, that's crazy that he really tried to, like, touch him. He had no reason to, to touch him, bro. And now the his team's going to lose. The Warriors, that's, man. That, it's it's so funny, dude. It's so funny. Like, dude, last night people are walking out with three minutes to go in the last game in Oracle Arena ever. This I mean, those fans heat. ain't really never been loyal to begin with, it's man. It's just the heat you all know? over again, man. If, if, if we really being honest, and I know we just, like, seamlessly shifted um, conversation, if we're really being honest, like, really being honest, Kawhi owed them this ass whooping for years. 
Facts. He's old dumb this ass whooping. Because he was going to do the same thing he's doing right now when he played for the Spurs. But And they was doing it, is it, it except Zaza Pachulia undercut him, and the rest is history. But yeah. Kawhi Leonard old dumb this ass whooping. Yeah. So to me, I, I, I feel like he was like, let me go east so I know I can go see them at the end and get them this smoke that and, nobody else seems to know how to give them. that nigga, he's so... He's so crazy. Like, I have never in my life seen an NBA Blaise player. Like by New Balance, bro. It's it's so perfect. Everything like, like, dude. Did you see his post game? He said, like, I don't play for the fans. <laughs> like, like they were like, what do you think the fans are gonna feel like if they get? A, I, I wouldn't know. That nigga's here <laughs> only to ball. He's only here to ball. The niggas was trying to dap him up before the game. He did. He looked at his hand and yeah, pointed to. The- and he pointed yeah, out and he, he said, no, nigga, it's time to ball. Yeah, yeah, he might be the first Android. Boardman. <laughs> yeah, for real, nigga, Boardman. It's crazy. Like, l- like hearing about, like, I-, I think the best part about this finals is people that have interacted or been around Kawhi throughout his life are starting to talk about him. And it's all the same. No one understands him. No one gets this nigga. Like, oh, so he's an enigma. Uh, bro, all right, now dude, we gotta stop. He would like dog on his basketball team. I think in college, they said the only thing that he would do is watch Michael Jordan basketball clips, and like, I forgot what the other thing was. But he would literally be at like dinner, just watching Michael Jordan basketball clips on his phone, like anywhere he's watching these clips. Like, nah, San Diego State was fired. Uh, I was watching them that whole year because the only reason I liked them because the, it was the coach from the Fab Five mm-hmm. and also that uh, the coach was letting them wear like Jordans and shit. Kawhi Leonard, so, man. Yeah. This guy is... This guy is crazy. Oh, I forgot he used to wear Jordan brand. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. He, he wore a Nike first and Jordan brand and he said, I'm gone. That boy went to New Balance. If he, go, if he get this ring... He got, if he gets the ring, he's gonna have a Finals MVP in two so, countries. In, ret- in, in retrospect, let's really break down all the Warriors championships, and let's and and the people gonna hate this. Oh yeah, let's break them down. Say, no, but no, because people say you should never bring up the what ifs, and you gotta play with what's with what's with what's there. But in order to give context to their dynasty and their run, you gotta keep it real because to me. The whole theme of the Warriors has been two things. It's pre-Steve Kerr and post-Steve Kerr. And pre-Steve Kerr, the Warriors were a team coached by Mark Jackson, very young. Draymond Green was actually likable. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were the Splash Bros. And you just wanted them to get to where, you, to where, they, like where they were projected to get. You know, and I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. I'm going to say something very straightforward that I feel like a lot of people may or may not agree with. We'll see when this comes out. Simple. If Mark Jackson was still the coach of the Warriors, it would be everyone's favorite team. Uh, there would be no haters of the Warriors. I, 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 I The only reason why I'm not going to say that is because. Clearly, there's you, always going to be the the negative of anything. When you win but, so much, you you are, you have to become the supervillains. Like, bro, when KD, I I don't even think that people hated the Warriors. I, I, I don't think that's I don't true because Virgil went and Virgil no supervillain. I think that they right. didn't hate them seriously until KD came. 
Like, even I didn't really hate them like that until KD came. Like, it's like, nah, dude, like, after I, that, I niggas was just like, like, bro, this is bullshit. Like, before, y'all were a team that no I, one could get mad at. Everybody got drafted. It was a team that was built from the bottom up. You know what I mean? But then you just add KD after you lose in the finals because you actually have a... See, see this is what I want to talk about, nigga. There's no... no hold up. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Let's really, let's really like, put this together, though. I'm, I promise you, Chris, Sorry. if they would have kept Mark Jackson, the coach who really b- bred them from the bottom up, and put them in position to be who they are, then people would feel like this is a fairy tale story and this is one of the best dynasties ever crafted by Mark Jackson and the Warriors staff. But because Steve Kerr, in a sense, inherited them, when they won the chip, people felt like that was Mark Jackson's chip to win. People definitely felt that way. This is true. They did. They felt like that was Mark Jackson's team and Steve Kerr inherited that culture and just took it to the next level, you know? And then, of, of course, when you get a taste of winning, you're going to win some more. Now, let's go back. LeBron went crazy that first year against them, still took them six games, but he had what? No one with him. Co- no, no, no. He I mean, had- Kevin Love was out. Like, Kevin Love was out since the beginning of the first yeah, round. Because of Olenek. He, he had Kyrie in and out, and then he lost Kyrie in the finals, and then it was over. So look, remember Kyrie, because, but, but listen, here's the tricky part. The tricky part about all of that is, first of all, you got to play with who's there. A second, it's not like Cleveland didn't have any chances. It's just once they let, because I think they were actually, Cleveland were up 2-1 at one point in that series. Like, they were up 2-1, and then the Warriors won, I think, like, three straight and then, like, knocked them out or whatever. You feel me? So, like, in retrospect, what I'm getting at is that first one was, was like, they deserved it, but we know why they won. There was no Kyrie. There was no Kevin Love. So we were like, all right, what are they going to do when Kyrie and Kevin Love are there? That leads us into 2016. They lost. Now, Yes, we don't even wait. have to set the table. They lost. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Yes, but look at the at the karma because they were down three one in that series to the Thunder. I, I mean, in that playoff run, the Thunder had them figured out, bro. Kevin Durant has been the best scorer in the league for the probably the last five years, if not six or seven, bro. Kevin Durant literally has been giving people smoke. For a minute, bro. People know he's been the best scorer since basically like his third or fourth year in the league. This yep. is the last thing I want to say. It no, sucks he's just before, a bitch-ass nigga. This is another thing I want to say. 2015, LeBron was not supposed to go to the uh, finals at all. He should have not had. He should have not made it past the Bulls without Kevin Love. But you know why they made it past? Because he carried and the Bulls were missing a piece. You know what that piece could, was supposed to be? Mellow. Carmelo Anthony, bro. Carmelo, you could have had you a ring against the Warriors, bro. Dude's I think that yeah, I think that Bulls team could have beat the Warriors that year. Because the it Bulls was just had like after, Paul Gasol. After the that Bulls happened, Paul I think Gasol. everybody knew that Melo didn't want a ring. He just wanted money. Exactly. Them boys had Paul Gasol. They had D Rose with the with the fire haircut. They had Jimmy Butler, young Jimmy Butler. They had Luol Dang. And they had Taj Gibson playing out of his mind. And that was the same series that Derrick Rose hit a, uh, a buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, ha- they had the smoke. 
LeBron just stepped up and just gave them some different type of energy that the, that even they wasn't expecting and got them the fuck up out of here. But in the same token, man, Carmelo, you really messed up the whole tra- 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 like trajectory of of how things went. Now, second year, I can ne- I will never get over the Thunder being up three one and not finishing the deal. So let me tell you, because I don't know if you remember. The game five, when they were up 3-1, bro, they gave up that game just to go back home. Like, you know what? It don't even matter. Like, we're going to beat y'all again. We're going to beat y'all game six. And a lot of people used to do that back in the day, Chris. Like, game five be like the little passion game. It'd be like, yeah, we going out without a fight. Or it's almost one of those games where, like, it's like the secondary game of a 3-0 thing. So, like, you know what I mean? It's like the gentleman sweep. So, let's say you're not going to actually sweep them because because they give their fans one good hurrah and send their fans home. Like, oh, all right, so at least we tried. And now we just got to – now we got to go win a game away. And then they can't. And then they lose in five games, so it's a gentleman sweep. But the Warriors won, and then they won, and then they won. And then, which was the prelude to to KD um, leaving, but damn, that was shitty, man. Like, Dude, like, Kevin Durant, that was your that was your turn to go back, bro. That was your turn to go back, and you and you messed it up. And you and you didn't take responsibility because he laid an egg, bro. He laid two eggs. He laid a, he laid an egg in game six. I mean, in game five, and he laid an egg in game seven, bro. He laid an egg, dog. Like seriously, and, and my slang for laying an egg is he fell short of what he's supposed to do. You know, he got caught up in the thought of uh, of playing the way the way the Warriors wanted him to, and it backfired. You know what I mean? And cl- clearly the rest is history with Draymond recruiting them and all that. So that was the year that they got. Oh, and that's also the year where they had the best record of all time. 73 and 9. Well, and then LeBron James. And, so just, ten, in theory, they were the best team ever. The, the best regular team. The best team the best to rec- ever be assembled. Everybody was talking. They're the best team ever. Right? LeBron James yeah, beats them. three. Like come back, Comes back 3-1, right? This exposes him. Look, look. Next year they get KD. Next year they get KD, right? Obviously, KD is the other best player on earth. You got two MVPs on a team, four All Stars. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it it, it just it it had to happen. But this is my this is my my only point that I want to make today related to the Warriors. Steph Curry is not a top ten basketball player of all time. He's not a true champion, and he's never going to be able to get a Finals MVP and be the leader of his team. He has been bailed out. He has been saved, and this time it's not gonna fucking happen. And I promise you, if I jinx myself by doing this, I may not ever podcast again because I'm going to be that angry. But if Steph Curry loses his Finals, he's 100% out of the contention for being the best player in the league, for being anything that y'all niggas try to hype this man up to be. Because he is nothing more but a nigga that basically capitalizes off of his teammates' amazing play. You know what I mean? When the Warriors are down, Steph's not dropping 40 bombs like that. You know what I mean? Even though he did in that last game when they lost. But when KD is dropping 50, oh yeah, Steph Curry's going to play like the greatest player of all time. And everybody wants to talk about gravity. And everybody wants to talk about, fucking, oh my god, he just really allowed his teammates to do all this shit. No, nigga. He can't. He's not a leader. He's not a LeBron. He never will be. And all of those rings that he got, I'm going to keep it a buck. They hold zero weight. Absolutely no weight. You know what I mean? Like your first ring against LeBron, he had nobody on the team. He has everybody on the team and he wins. I don't know. It's just like when they meet an actual, like, you know, 
a, like an actual, I guess, um, proper matchup, they just can't do it. They can't. And it's like, bro, like, y'all got all them niggas. Y'all can't, y'all can't win two, y'all can't, like, y'all down 3-1 right now, bro. You got Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, dog. And y'all letting this nigga that barely talk just absolutely mop y'all on the, it, they beat them in Oracle in their last game in Oracle. That's insane. Yeah. When Steph Curry hit that step back in the fourth quarter and it was an air ball, I nearly ascended into heaven. For real. And not even on no hater shit, bro. It's just that people have been running with this narrative, trying to talk about how LeBron isn't the GOAT and how Steph Curry is this and that. But in reality, he's just been saved by his entourage. And this doesn't discredit his shooting at all. He's the greatest shooter of all time. But in terms of a leader, in terms of a true, you know what I mean? A true killer? You know what I mean? He's Man, not that. Steph Curry, Steph Curry a killer and KD a killer. You mm. delusional if you don't think uh, they a killer. Uh, all right, because, man. Well, if he does not win this yo, finals, bro, uh, I'm never calling Steph Curry a killer again. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's a, a killer, killer with numbers. He's a killer. No, no, no. He's a killer. And Klay Thompson is definitely a killer. No, like, Klay Thompson real gave somebody. Then no, no, no. Talk. Steph Curry. Uh, Steph Curry changed the game. Now, did Steph Curry change the game for the next decade? No. Did he change the game for like three years until like all the new players I can, came into the league? I can say that he changed and, the game. I can say that he may have changed no, no, the game no. for the decade. I will say this. He, he pushed back how far people shoot from the like the three-point line. Because I feel like people been wanting to shoot from far, but Steph Curry was making them at such a high clip that people was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to shoot from here because I'm going to start practicing from here. he gave a lot of people hope. You know what I mean? Like, Steph Curry's not... Like, he's 6'3". You know what I mean? Like, he's a skinny guy. You know? He... Like, I see Steph Curry's every single day when I go, like, to the Y or something. And there's young kids. They look at Steph Curry as something that's actually... You know what I mean? Like, you can get to that. You know? Like, it's not like LeBron or KD where they're just well, like... Well, I mean, we know why. Because, like, Duncan is not no Caucasian yeah. thing. Nobody... But no, I'm shoot, talking about... I'm talking no, about I'm black saying, people, but listen, too. But listen... Shoot, too. They love Yeah, Steph but Curry. listen, shooting threes is... So that's now everybody shoot threes because that's the cheat code, and it's fun to look at. And now he got such a dope swag with it, not leaving his hand up, mm-hmm. shooting it fast, shooting rainbows, step backs, all that stuff, Them man. Rainbows so ridiculous. Yeah, but ultimately, I'm I'm very happy with the results of this uh, finals at the moment, and I'm happy to Kawhi is getting his run back. You know, Zaza Pachulia was a bitch and will forever be a bitch Always in my book. Will be a bitch. You know what I mean? If I saw him in real life, I swing on him and run because he's like almost seven foot, so he could grab me. But I'm gonna swing on him. I'm definitely gonna swing on him on God, bro. Because what? Because what he did to Kawhi, bro, changed the whole trajectory of everything, bro. Well, Spurs we can, are probably we can, gonna knock him out. That we year. can we can talk about Zaza all we want, but in reality, we all know who really changed it. We all know. Yeah, KD, KD ruined too, the NBA for five years. He ruined it. He just, he, he just fucking ruined the NBA. Bro, dude. he five years, he only been there for three. Okay, you think he's... All right, all right, cool, excuse me. Okay, well, my bad. You, well, you know what? Yeah. No, I am going to say... I'm going to say four years because he lost them in the fucking Western Conference Finals like a bitch-ass nigga and let them go to the final. Well, no, that was cool because LeBron won. No, it wasn't cool. It was cool. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But either way, the whole... But I'm happy he didn't, he, he, like, he didn't beat the Thunder because they would have been like, yeah, he never beat the Warriors. You, yeah, they, you know they yeah. always you know they always find some way yeah, to they always find a they way, always they find a way to try to like they move the goalposts so much on LeBron, bro. But yeah, that's KD, why, bro, like in my opinion, all KD had to do was go to the East. He should have went to the Wizards that year instead. Well, in, in my opinion, he should have stayed another year, got the job but, done. But Loki, I'm not mad. East. I'm not mad. Why KD didn't go back to DC, bro? For all we know, bro, 
Niggas could have tried to rob him. You could, could, no, don't suck your teeth, bro. Insert little Vlad TV, little Bootsy, uh, motherfucking interview about people Come from on, your hometown man. be be <laughs> be hypnotized and they be hypnotized with hate, bro, and they but be look, hating you, you for this, no nigga. reason. You really think that KD couldn't have gotten out of the East one of those years? You don't think that he, got it, he could have got out of the Heat like two straight years, two three straight years, bro? My whole point is that. This and this is my whole point because like my dream team was I thought the Marcus Cousins was gonna go play with uh, John Wall and then KD was gonna be there and they was gonna be fire, but that didn't happen. Just so I'm not piece. mad, and it's and it's crazy because I feel like John Wall body was held up for just that last little run and then he would have just went back to like a normal player, but now he about to mess around and go back to a normal player without any real accolades and like his run will forever be overlooked because his biggest run was in D.C. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, every chance he had with Bradley Bill, they could never get over the hump, and they couldn't Damian Lillard, C.J. McCullough situation. They just needed that. They needed that one more person, bro. They just needed that one more and person. That, yeah, and now Bradley Bill's probably gone, and John Wall probably going to take this whole year off because they That's pay him so much money that they have to just, like, let him heal. Bro, they pay him almost $200 million. Yeah, man. It's probably gonna be a whole John Wall's a made man. I'll try to hang and out they be, and they be mad that he be uh, that he be doing the Dougie and going to the club every weekend. They be so mad. He be like, "Damn, I can't go out after after work." He be like, "They don't judge you when you go out after work." So interesting. The NBA man. I Next, just this I, I, this offseason about to be so fire because of uh, Kyrie wanting to go to Brooklyn. I'm gonna be honest, bro. This like, especially last year. Especially last year, dude, like, bro, last year, the offseason was insane. Like, that was truly, like, when the first, like, mo- like, like it really felt like the WWE going into this offseason. Like, when I woke up from my nap and saw that LeBron went to the Lakers, I shitted myself. Like, I was like, bro, what? Like, this is insane. Like, so just this season, just with all of the people, all the pieces moving, we got the whole KD thing. We don't know what Clay's going to do. Uh, it, 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 it's going to get crazy, man. And if these guys, if, like, the Warriors lose this finals, even though, like, like I said, I still have them to win because they're the Warriors and they can do it at any time. If they lose yeah, this, sh- the, their egos and all of it, like, the whole team is going to explode. Niggas are going to uh, leave. Shout out. It's over. Oh, damn, he left. Shout out ZK. He was about to say something really dope, but then he left. Shout out my niggas. Damn. Down. Yeah, man, shout out ZK one time, man. Let me hit him up and tell ZK he could have said something. But uh, nah, you can type. But yeah, dude, it's uh, I don't know, man. The NBA, dude, it just hasn't been as fun. Like I want it. Like I like this finals, um, simply because I'm watching somebody that's ruined my life for the last couple years, um, just get exposed. Look, 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 look. It's all good. Ring might be coming back to the East. Kawhi is the 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 three P killer. He ended the Heat's three P. Chance and now he's about to end the Warriors three P chance. Now, let's get to the game. First of all, happy birthday, Yeezy, yay, Kanye West, Kanye Omari. It's his birthday today. He's forty two. Happy birthday, Kanye. Thank you so much. 
yeah, I think this podcast should just be contributed to him because we about to just fucking go in, bro. We haven't even talked about everything else we were just wanting to talk about. We're 40 minutes in. Nigga, 40 so minutes we, in, we're just talking about this balling, bro. Because basketball, man, basketball is the most important sport, man. It's just... Nah, basketball is lit right now. Nah, football just, getting there. Football dude, getting I, there on I the low. I don't care about football, man. I'm good off the no fun league. Like, I, I have no... The only thing that's appealing about NFL to me is how short the seasons are. Like, I like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, how every I, game is really, like, a is really an event. Because, I mean, for the NBA, I don't even give a fuck about, the like, the, the regular season anymore. Like I know that's why they're trying to make it shorter. I don't want them to, but yeah, they're they, trying it's to. Yeah, they can't. Do, it's, like, kind of like the U.S. trying to change the metric system. Like I mean, like, changing the metric system. We're just too far in. Like, we can't do it. It's going to get weird. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the regular season just don't matter. Like, like, I will never forget when the Raptors had the number one seed and got swept by LeBron. That was one of the most sweetest, sweetest victories ever. But I'm glad to see that Kyle Lowry is um, – he, he's like that point guard I love to shit on because I know he's – like he has more potential, but he always falls short. But Man, he got his shot blocked by Kevin Hart. Kevin but Hart. I don't want to get – I don't want to get into this rabbit hole of the NBA too much, bro. Because there's so much I'm that sorry, we can this, this dive is... back in. So let's just – Let's switch gears for a minute. Let's switch gears just for a quick second and talk about music. It's so much music out right now. Like, it's unbelievable how much music is out. Now, we don't got to, like, gossip, but we can laugh about DJ Khaled because never has an album for DJ Khaled came out and he wasn't the main thought process of what's going on. DJ Khaled always drops in the summer. It's like certain things you always know. DJ Khaled always drops in the summer. Always, mm-hmm. always has a summer anthem. He's always going into the summer riding high. He gives people great music to enjoy during party season and everything. This ain't it this year, bro. Don't nobody care. You know why? Because the the um, the cultural moments are no longer what just black people care to do. Now these cultural moments live within what others do. And what I mean by that is like, now, I'm not speaking on a niche group or a minority group or anything, but one thing I do know is that the average younger kid, Gen, Gen Z, Gen Z don't care to go to pool parties. Gen Z is like, what festivals can I potentially go to or watch? You know what I mean? Gen Z likes festivals. And now that there's so many festivals that go to every city, you got Pharrell with Something's in the Water, first time ever. You got Made in America in September. You got GovBall. You got Panorama. You got all the Rolling Louds. You got Fool's Gold Day Off. You got the big boy Coachella. You got Clamp Fo- you got Camp Flognog. You got Chances um, shit. Then you got any other rapper who can get Spotify to make them a little like series of a well, bunch of artists the, getting paid. You got that Posty Fest, too. Not just Posty Fest. You got Hot 97 Summer Jam. You got Power Fest with Power. Yeah, exactly. You got Power Fest. We you got, got the a, I B- think that we should rank them. I think we should rank all the festivals. You got BET Awards, BET Weekend in general. Mm-hmm. You got BET Weekend be crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I, got, I think I got to go one time. Not because it's lit, but because it'd be so funny because every oh. rapper just go. Yo, you know I forgot what, about You know that. what we need to go to eventually, bro, just because we're black? And you about to turn 30 soon? Bro, we got to go to that Essence Festival, nigga, on the boat, nigga. We got to do it. We got to do it. It don't be it. on no boat, bro. It be in New Orleans. What's what's the Then what's that thing where it's on the boat and all the grown people be going? And it's like it's on a yacht, basically. Like I mean, like a cruise or some shit. You know what I'm talking about? 
Um, I forgot. I hear I used to hear about it every year when I was little, like on like WBLS or some shit. And like, yeah, you, it would you, be like, man, you talking about that time Jordan Warner cruise, man. <laughs> That time I said Tom Joyner Warner. Tom Joyner Cruise, man. I forgot what it's called, but that Tom Joyner Cruise goes so hard. I ain't gonna lie though, that cruise That's don't get as much hype no more. The Tom it, Joyner Foundation Fantastic Voyage. Listen, it used to be lit from what I hear, majority of the music was R. Kelly. But now what you gonna do? You know, people I ain't gonna lie, I looked at a comment on on, on Instagram the other day. Somebody I, I mean not Instagram, YouTube. They, I went to go listen to I'm a flirt. So it was like, fuck, you thought we was going to dismiss this beggar because of Kel's actions? Yo, bro, I, I, I caught myself seeing that song a few days ago. And Yo, I was just bro. like, fuck, like, this nigga was skating on this shit, bro. Like, I'm a flirt. Yeah, yeah, fit nah, blue, nah, I'm but look, he was really a fool for that. And same girl, bro, absolute fool. Sometimes when I whip my bitch on the load, I'm a flirt. That yo, that nigga was going bango on top of bang. I swear to tell the truth and the whole truth. <laughs> yo, we really acted up right now. We yeah, out here super wild. acting up right now. We're 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 committing PC uh PC terrorism right now. For real. Here for you real. go. I was talking about that shit a few days ago. How like none of that shit's real. <sighs> that man. shit's crazy. Okay. Man. So because of that. DJ Khaled has no shot in, in, in hell to like make people care about his music because now everyone knows about everyone knows more about the industry. They know. Oh, I I heard Khaled talk for the first time. He got the illest lisp. That nigga whole mouth looked like he got like the little thing that they put in your mouth when they trying to hold your mouth open to like clean your teeth. He talks like he got that in his mouth. He got Jewelry. that. Jewelry. He, no, he got that. That Playboy Cardi drawl like that when he talk like oh like right yes man like like yish instead of yes yes because that boy underbite is just is taking all the spit and making that shit just you know so boil Coward, man it's so funny bro because like <laughs> like those videos that he be doing are so funny man like I call that his and hers <laughs> yeah man. Uh, so DJ Khaled is at a loss because since we, you know, we talked about it, Igor is a banger. I don't listen to Billy Eilish, but someone had to take that Justin Bieber role. Why not it be a young girl? I get it. The whole world is owning our women more. So it makes sense that Billy Eilish is the new Justin Bieber. Cool. Will it last? We going to see. Because most things don't last now, with these people I, I, because I usually it's, it's I built. the only thing could, that could stop it is if, like, she like does something to stop her career. At this point, it's over. Like Billie Ooh, Eilish is I, here. She has. A, I'm not. Like, she has the I'm new not, generation on lock. Like you, you. Yeah, I but you know you what happens. It. No, you know what happens. They try to reinvent them because they get older, bro. All and right. I'm not saying she already makes mature music. Mm-hmm. But something's gonna happen in her life that's gonna make her take a step back. Usually, people who get that rich that early start living their wealth, and that's the one thing. But that's the thing; she's already you know been I mean? rich. She was like her whole family is like in the music industry. You know, what absolutely. I mean? like, but I, I, I want to say this: her, her mother's not like super deep in the music. Her, her mother's deep in it, but her mother's not like some record exec where she's getting a ton, 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 a ton of dough where she's like a hundred millionaire. Like we got to relax with that narrative. Her she parents still got to live their, their own entire life. life and join the Los I, I, Angeles Children's Choir at eight years old. 
Uh, I she get started it, bro. singing uh, and writing yo, songs bro. at eleven. Yo, 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 bro, stop it. Beyonce was in a choir. Mad other singers was in a choir. A lot, a lot of other singers were in talent shows and all that shit too. I don't know. After America's- Ariana Grande, I don't trust anyone. You know what I mean? I don't trust nigga, anyone. Ariana, nigga, Ariana Grande used to have to dye her hair red for Nickelodeon swag. All bro, right, anyway, Ariana Grande is the. Oh, bro, I saw a picture of her today. She looked Asian. I was like, bro, like, what's happening? Like, she she be she be shape shifting, nigga. She like Ben Ten, but with races. Like, yo, you need to relax. That shit crazy, bro. But I don't know. Ariana Grande, she another one. She she loved being black and shit. But her whole family, she rich as fuck. Stupid rich. The bitch can break damn glasses with her voice because she been singing since she came out the womb, nigga. Like. I mean, she just wear a lot of makeup. I don't know what she looks like without the makeup. That's I don't know. Thing I'm I feel wondering. like she would. I feel like she could probably pop a balloon with that chin, though. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Ariana Grande. I don't really find her that attractive because she just looked like a little girl. Um, you know what I mean? But like, I think that's her look, though. She always wear that ponytail too. Yeah, it's her look. She's like twenty seven, right? Or is she twenty four? Yeah, man. She older. Nah, she up. Yeah, she up there. Oh, she twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. Grand Ariana Grand, not calling her Grande. Her, her last name is Grandy. Bro, you just called her Ben Ten. <laughs> That's what it is, man. She's like a ditto or some shit. Fuck oh, her. Who, oh, oh, this is her mom. That's funny. Her mother has half a million followers, bro. Chris, what the fuck are you doing in your life? Her mother has half a million followers. Her mother has half a million followers. And because she's just she, like her. Have you have and you look, have you seen she, what her she, parents own though? You know what I mean. My mother and look, was, and she, and she looked my, just like her mother. That's my pretty mom dope. was a cop, man. You know what I mean. Like you can't you can't get that much wealth off that. You know, like oh, police ass nigga dog. Yeah, I know you were. She is the daughter of Joan uh, Grandy, the Brooklyn-born CEO of House McCann Communications, a manufacturer of communications and safety equipment, and Edward Burta, a graphic design firm owner in Boca Raton. Boca Raton in Florida. Okay. Hey, shout out to Boca Raton. So Shorty been getting that money. And then they put her that Nickelodeon circuit, worked her last, put that mm-hmm. red dye in her head. Because all them Nickelodeon said, Disney kids, like, yo, I'm scared for them. Like, for real. For real. I'm not. Fuck Drake and Josh. They better, they better uh, squash. Oh, they did squash their beef. Think, no, but yo, I'm just saying, think about what they yo, go through, man. So, so what about that girl that Lil Pump always liked? Like, it, is she, like, ever going to respond? Oh, Miranda Cosgrove? Yeah, that's Dude, funny. Miranda Cosgrove is never going to respond to him, man. Like, unless she just needs, like, you know what I mean? She needs an article or something. You know? You remember like, the other girl who was on her show, iCarly? She yeah, used to she date Andre better. Drummond. She used to she drink, she used date Andre body. Drummond. Yeah, that body kind of talking. She, Yo, I ain't gonna lie. You gotta relax, cause I'm not out. Cause I'm thinking that they were kids in the show. You know, they were grown in real no, life. No, I'm talking about when the I'm talking about when the nudes dropped, nigga. She was grown. She was grown, nigga. Shout out to Wait, the fapping at one time. Everybody remember the girl with the blonde hair. Her nudes had dropped in the fapping. Yeah, it was some little freaking pictures. Oh man, and I also remember she was in a Kyle video when Kyle was first starting to pop up. Like he was in this video. I mean, she was in this video with him when like he are we, was on. Are we talking about the same girl? The girl who had a really smart mouth on on the show, I Carly, nigga Sam. <laughs> nigga Sam, Sam. bro. I'm Shout out you, to like, my boy Blue. What are you? You Blue ever look at my, love you ever look at my email address, dog? 
Nigga, I used to be huge into iCarly, bro. I was so into iCarly that I made an account on their website and said my la- like my year of birth. Oh, now she's talking 94. about Andre Drummond leaked her racy photos. Man, she better chillax. Ah, the nigga Andre. <laughs> That's crazy, mm, man. They was really in a little relationship relationship. Yeah, shout out to Miranda Cosgrove. Niggas be really just going at her saying she looked like Michael Jackson. It's all right, baby. It's okay. You're still iCarly. But, uh... I ain't gonna lie. I see why people like her. Like, like I can see why. I'm starting to learn these white people. <laughs> these white people crazy. Yeah. Nah, my bad, my bad. Yo, my I'm gonna keep it a buzz Listen, with you. I'm about to just, I'm about to send this to you. This about to be oh. the, this gotta be the cover of the, the podcast. <laughs> Yo, I'm, look, I'm looking at a picture of Charlamagne right now. I forgot what Charlamagne looked like uh, pre-skin graph. They can say he got a skin graph. He did, like, yeah, where did he, where did that happen? Like, Yo, the fact that Andre Drummond was dating our, the Art Carly girl is crazy. Yeah, man. The world is small. Like, what did... Man, oh, her little racy photo. She was ready to give it up. They put the Disney logo on the picture, Sachi. Yeah, they crazy. They crazy. Yeah, Jeanette Sa- McCurdy. Sachi, this photo is everything. Sachi, this photo might be my new picture on Instagram. I, I call dibs. Yo, this photo is everything, Yo, Chris. wait a second. She got the one with her titties all out. Wait a minute. I ain't see that. <laughs> Don't do that. Hundred thousand of the bid ad. Get your money out. That's your funny. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Fappening was definitely one of like, that was like a real life Black Mirror episode. I'm like, and no one realized it. That was 100% a Black Mirror occurrence. All right. Uh, so let's talk about something for a second, bro. Fuck. That was crazy. Let's really talk about Let's really talk about something for a second. So, bro, it's like six months left, bro, and this whole um, decade is over. Who the king so of the we decade? O- we o- bro, you, if you want to be real, if you want to be real, are we talking about music? What are we talking about? Music, we, culture? We're going to have to talk about the king and queens of everything, the music, uh, the culture. I, I, I want to just talk about, I, I want to just, you know I want to make it easy. Just give it to Kanye, bro. Because, bro, Kanye's whole career has been in the 2000s. I mean, in the 2010s. Like, for the most part. He went ham in the 2010s. Dark Fantasy was the beginning of the 2010s, bro. <laughs> so this from, is true. So, basically, from 1990 to 1999, Kanye owned the fucking... I'm just giving an analogy, but for the 2010s, bro, Kanye owned it. He came in with his best piece of work, and all he did was spiral out of control after. <laughs> bro, nah, nah. I, I won't even and say that. And not only did he spiral out of real. I'm going to be real with you, bro. Have you heard that new song that just leaked, like the reference for that song that Irv Gotti was talking about? No. Con- bro, this new album going to be... I think this album going to bring everybody back listen, in. I think everybody going to be like, well, listen, okay. He going to end the decade been, out right. Bro, people been back in. My whole thing is this, Chris. Spiral out of control has a negative connotation to it. Out of control don't got nothing to do with, like, his music. It has everything to do with the antics. It's not in their control. Like, Taylor Swift is a backdrop to to Donald Trump. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Like, people thought they hated him. That's That just showed you that was fake hate. Yeah. That Donald Trump shit is some real hate for Kanye West. Like that's so they don't like this man, cause he wore a MAGA hat. That makes that mm-hmm. interrupted Taylor Swift look like nothing. Actually, the Taylor Swift thing was the precursor. If you really think about it, the founding member of the Beehive was Kanye West. And it's like, bro, like 
I think at bro, this I just point, said, I, I go lie. We gotta facts. let that that's, breathe. That's one hundred percent facts. I, I, I just said some fucking Snapple facts, but that go was ahead, crazy. Go ahead. But like, yeah, a lot of people just like. I mean, I think that a lot of Kanye's antics are gonna look like be looked back upon. Like, I even have people around me now, like, telling me, like, that they're starting to understand, like, what the whole MAGA shit was. Like, you remember I told you that my girl just, like, was super fucking angry about everything? Like, nigga, even Mm -hmm. she knows now that that shit was, like, she understanding now. Like, we went through the whole Yeezus era. We went through that. What we thought was the craziest Kanye West ever. Defending Kanye West. Nigga was wearing fucking, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Confederate flags and all that shit. Like. I just think that, like, bro, like, he just too, like, bro, when you out of the Matrix, when you're out of it, everything that you're saying don't sound right. Obviously, first off, Kanye isn't the most, like, he's never been the perfect talker. You know what I mean? He's never been that, you know? So when you combine that with a new fact, like, the nigga had been doing DMT and shit, so he'd been seeing fucking aliens and shit. And then you also have that point where he's starting to actually get out of the Matrix. He's, like, literally a fucking billionaire. Like... He doesn't know how to talk to us. He doesn't know how to communicate with us, you know? So, like, we're always just going to have to see him get crucified by the public temporarily until he does something that they like again. And it's just a constant cycle. I, I really find it weird. He's basically accomplished most of what he's set out to do. You have Yeezy sitting on Yeezy Supply right now because there's millions of pairs that everybody can purchase, you know? Um, random random yeah. question. Do you know what... Do you know what- GAT stands for for the Margiela GAT. Yes, German Army, uh, German Army, Army trainer. Yeah, so mm, that's why I it's called you. a replica because it's a replica. I see you. I see you. Trainer. I see you. I see you. Don't worry, Chris. Don't worry. I see. You. I just wanted to make sure you was on your game. Cause you know that's I had. All. You remember when I had the jealous dope? <laughs> I had the black ones. You remember Jason Dill sold me those in the Ricardo TCs for four hundred dollars. Yeah. Crazy. You era. know what's funny? Um, yo, not that Jason Dill. No, no, I'm just laughing because, like, Beyonce looked, like, she looked a little different when she was younger. Like, Beyonce now looks like, like, her face. I'm not talking about her body because she had surgery. But, like, the way Beyonce looks now, I really like the way Beyonce looks. She just looks always, she looks always golden. Does that make sense? Yeah. But you know, you know what Beyonce I'm in love with, nigga. I'm in love with that. There's two Beyonce's. The the gif of Beyonce where she's looking at the nigga. And then the the uh, the Beyonce and Goldfinger, Goldfinger Beyonce dead ass was like one like that may have been the first woman I ever fell in love with between her. She and always like looks Keys. golden. She just looked. She go- always- you know why she looked golden, nigga? Do you not know the type of like energy her pussy probably radiates? Nigga, look at mm, her, man. Nor normal vagina. I I don't know, bro. I think Beyonce is uh, like a nuclear, yo, bro. She's like Jay-Z a cheated, bro. or something like that, bro. She's just too perfect. But Jay Z cheated. Cause Jay, bro, Jay Z shot his own brother. I'm not putting that past him. You know what I mean? Like some men are just gonna be. But Jay Z cheated. Have, you know, he was probably getting pissed off. Every, every woman get annoyed. <laughs> but shit, I don't know, man. Beyonce. But Jay Z cheated. Out. You know what I mean? That's Jigga man, man. Jigga man, man. <laughs> ain't, ain't no vagina on this earth better than new vagina to yeah. someone who has. Uh, except someone, if it's. Erica Badu. No, someone, <laughs> someone who's been trained to. Yo, chill out. Yo, that crazy in love. Video. Yo, 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 wasn't that Andre Three Thousand like playing a flute with her in the middle of the forest or something? Nigga, for his birthday, what was he playing? I don't was know, a... but that nigga a recorder. I don't know. 
what he was playing. That nigga was, was doing something. I, I hear I hear she got Pandora's box between her legs. After that, it's over, nigga. You just I, she she probably like her pussy probably like makes DMT and you be tripping while you hitting. And that's why niggas be coming out whole different. That sounds like a little that sounds like a little wave lyric from 2009. A pussy got DMT. I'm tripping while I'm hitting. <laughs> yeah, that ass. Like, Yo, bro, that's how crazy life has gotten. That your words can become little wave lyrics from the past part of the all right so look we got to talk about it little wayne at one point had the world the same way drake has the world now yeah so so what's the order so like are we talking about just cultural impacts because i'm not gonna lie bro i think virgil damn it just as powerful in the late 2010s as drake yeah i went there chris chris i went there i want the smoke i went there bro i don't think I that but i don't think that that's something that's weird like what Virgil controls is something that is far different than music. You know what I mean? And it, it also blends into so many other worlds because fashion is synonymous with so many other but, things. But it's just but like here's he's the scary, able to cover he, more ground. But he, Drake just the scary really part. covers ground he, with music. Because think about it. Scare- even on clothes-wise, like, bro, like, people don't care about OVO shoes. You know what I mean? Like, people care about Drake for one thing. Well, excuse me, two things. Making good songs and being a meme. You know what I mean? Virgil Abloh is a, a true pusher of culture. You know what I mean? Like, we some of the greatest things that we have seen, some of the most influential things that have came to us this generation have come from him. You know what I mean? Like, and but I'm glad see, that he has that that exhibit so you can see that yes, the Jesus cover was, you know what I mean, that was done by him. Like, you know, Pyrexters, I mean, like, you know, Pyrexters into Cavalli Furs was taken from a lyric to an actual brand, to a, a, a literal fashion house. You know what I mean? Like, there's just certain things that Virgil's been able to do that is just going to resonate with culture more than what a musician can do when they're solely a musician. And Drake is solely a musician, you know. The culture that he pushes is memes. There's a lot of truth to that. And, and man, this is coming from the biggest Drake fan, you know. It's my, it's my favorite. It, no, it's just interesting because, like, at the beginning of the 1990s, was like it was still like straight out of Compton a little bit, and then by '98, it was like rappers had done died, like rap, like Biggie and Tupac. It was like a whole different era, almost like it was two different halves of it, and and they tell two different stories. But in the 2010s, I feel like it was one consistent story being told all the way through. That 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 bled onto all these new people on the scene, you know, who mm-hmm. got their start in the late 2010s, you know, because like so Kanye was rocking out in the early 2010s. Drake was coming into his own in the early 2010s, still killing it because Drake's been killing it since he came in it. Let's just keep it real, like you know what I mean. Like we're not, you know what I mean. Like it's and it's, no and it's just like it, and it's, the reason why we have to say it is because like it's not like this is really an opinionated thing. It's just like bro, he came in. With the biggest rapper at the time that was putting him on multiple hooks of songs that the biggest rapper was on. You know what I mean? We're going to be all right if we put Drake on every hit. So it's just like but he made the best of his situation. But but here's the crazy part. Sachi, I was talking about this the other day. Well, last night. Shout out to Ferris Bueller. Shout out to Reginald Sylvester. Shout out to Brick. Bro, you know how like, all right, let me just see if you know. And I'm, I'm going to give you a hint. No, I don't even want to give you a hint. Which year would you say in the 90s most people consider the most pivotal year in the 90s? 94? Close. 92. Oh, 92. 
Because I, I said 94 because Ready to Die and Illmatic came out that year, right? Not, I'm not even thinking of that. I'm thinking about more or less just everything, like Polo, 1992 with the Ski Club, and just the music oh, that came out okay. in 92, and you think about the show. Like, 92 propelled everything else. Sachi, 2012 propelled the rest of the generation. Like, this is what the 2010s is going to be now. This is not 2008 no more. 2012, Sachi, let me remind you what that was. That's Calm the Fuck Down Beanies. That's ASAP Rocky. That's the whole Watch the Throne tour. That's the whole Givenchy wave. That's the Just Dons. That's everybody's introduction to luxury brands in general. That's the introduction to Chief Keef. That's Balmain jeans. That's That's Post Take Care. That's gold being worn religiously. That's white people opening up to black culture more than they've ever done like since the I guess the involvement of yeah. rap. And it's That's like the culture was evolving at the same time that social media and the way that we can perceive information was evolving. So it's like rap was kind of like the poster child for like this generation because everything that rap influences, you know what I mean? Like rap is everywhere, you know? Like even the dances, all that shit, it's just all being spread through all this social Yo, media shit. So many people got birthed like through that era of like that era birthed so many people and forces to this day because that that I, moment the, the was Tate so two came out that year. Bro, that <sighs> year was so big in terms of like what was going on in the world and propelling. Wasn't that also Obama's last year? No, that was his uh No, it no, was, that was his, it was that was about no, to be his it, last year of his the, first term. No, yeah, it was the end of his first term. Yeah. And he, and he and got he back in that year. bitch. And it was like, we made it. <laughs> and it was so funny because his tweet, I remember the tweet. And it, I think it had like, I think it had like some normal shit, like maybe like 50, 70,000 likes. But that was like the most at that time. You know what I mean? Like that was huge. Like you remember when Lady Gaga had 14 million followers on Twitter or how many? Yeah, man. And it was just like huge, you know, like I'm telling you, man, this is a weird decade. Like it's a really weird decade. And I mean, this is the first decade that I've truly been like, you know, like, like this is the first decade I really got to participate in. You know what I mean? Like for four years of it, I've been of age. So it's been cool. But I don't know. I'm I'm ready for the 2020s. That kind of sounds fire. Way more fire. Um, so let's just go for the jugular. Let's just go for it. I'll, I. This is off the cuss, no research, don't need no research. We Woody vs. Poppy, we represent people as best as we can. Chris, what is the best album in the 2010s? The the, the 90s, it gotta be like Illmatic or that Tupac album, right? Gotta be. It just gotta be. For rap? Yeah, for rap. I, I, think, but, that, I think everybody can unanimously say it's like for 90s, it has to be either like Illmatic or like, it has to be Illmatic. Like, it could be Reasonable Doubt, but it has to be Illmatic. But it's like, for this generation, are we strictly talking about rap? Because that's where things get weird, because so many black artists crossed over into that weird genre that we have of, like, pop pop R&B. I don't care, bro. Just the The best album? The best album, I I, I, I used to think, I, I knew, because for, like, half the... 
for half the uh, decade, most music was stale compared to what I'm comparing it to. What was the standard? I, I don't I know, it. bro. I know what it I is. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be real me. with you. I, I, it's blonde. I'm just going to drop that. It's blonde. Because there hasn't... Before that, it was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. There was no question. But that album gave me the same exact feeling that My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy gave me where How everything else How old were you when My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy came out? I was... What? It was 2010. I was 12 years old. That was Shut my... Six or seven how, grade. Year, how old no, were you when Blonde came out? How old were you when Blonde came out? Uh, eighteen. Shut up, Chris. You, you no, just it, made the a only point. reason why I'm saying that is just like I just like like Blonde in my opinion. Like when I yeah, I mean like obviously you know like Man, Chris, it came out when I was you like saw older that Wu, shit. you saw that Wu Tang song I sent you the other day. Yes, yes. You I, saw I, I what Kanye was going for. I understand that. I'm not. You, I, you asked I'm me not, for my question. I, listen, I didn't if, ask if, you turn, for if a it's question, in terms I of rap you for your albums, answer. I'm saying that it's it's my beautiful dark twist of fantasy. But if it's in terms no, because of an honestly, album that summarizes honestly, the 2010s sonically for me, I think Channel Orange is bigger than Blonde in terms of the whole decade. Uh, if we're talking about the whole decade, if nah, we're talking about the whole decade, nah, if we're talking not, about the it, whole like, bro, decade, listen, bro. Blonde, Blonde was different, bro. Like nights. nights uh, when did Take Care come out? Take Care came out in right? 2011. I can never forget I think, it. I think Take Care, I'm not saying Take Care is bigger than Blonde. But in terms of what it did for the whole decade, maybe. I uh, mean, hold, hold not, hold, I, look, they're all in my nah, top hold on, five. Hold on, I want to be funny. They're I want to be funny. When that nigga YG was, hold on, what YG was saying in the, uh, like what YG was saying in the Breakfast Club uh, interview, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's so like, bro, like I, I don't know, it, my top five of the decade so far blonde my beautiful dark twist of fantasy take care currents uh by tame impala and then probably like i don't know like that fifth spot it could go for anybody it, it could be kendrick it could be someone else like yeah you see how disrespectful you being acting like to pip a butterfly come out and it, 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 but it's Yo, like Chris, bro, that's player, not the, bro but that's not no 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 that's definitely not Chris, the best album of the what? 2010s that's not the best album in the 2010s. No, no, no. No, no. It's not better than My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy in terms of how it touched the culture. Not at all. If anything, Damn ha- resonated with the culture far more than To Pimp a Butterfly. And that's facts. Like, it, it's like To Pimp a Butterfly is objectively a perfect album. I love it as a rap fan. I love it. I think that it is a fantastic album. You were still talking, so you good. Like, we good. Look. Chris, to pimp a butterfly, you gonna really play? As if you don't know that that is one. Of, like Chris, that's one of those albums where you knew as soon as it came out. Oh, this gonna define the decade. Not this really. Is going to define the Not decade. Not really. Like, bro, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. To pimp a butterfly is a fantastic oh, album. Oh, now you be able to know you. You you have been waiting. No, 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 no. You've been waiting. I can hear it on you. You've been waiting. Like, bro, I, I will fight for to pimp a butterfly. I will not tell. I will not let anybody say that that is a bad album at all. It is a phenomenal album but you have to understand what type of purpose that serves that album is to which like you know how like every year the oscar has like the you know the film of the year which sometimes nobody ever fucking remembers compared to like another contemporary work that was probably not as critically acclaimed but it was loved by the people far more that's what to pimp a butterfly is damn is much yeah it sounds it it sounds like illmatic damn is much more of a project that is equally well, no, I won't say equally, but the album is equally commercial and also, like, you know, that good, like, gritty, non-mainstream rap. You know, like, I, I feel like that one has more of a contention to be a, a decade-encompassing uh, mm-hmm. album. 
But when it talk when we talk about like you know like to pimp a butterfly, I, I just I'm not putting that over like I'm not putting that over take care or I, I, or I, 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 I didn't put that no, over I'm just saying I'm not I mean I'm care. not putting it over but 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 take care not even in my twenty tens list I'm not putting it over you, uh, you gotta be shitting me dark, if you I'm think I'm not putting it over my beautiful if, dark twisted fantasy or take care it did not resonate with the culture or change it wait the way wait that wait, those wait. Two did. we know your we know your Drake bias we've had a whole podcast I, bro, about we it. can talk so oh, like it's not even a Drake bias like. I'm saying, like, bro. I've honestly, told, like, we can compare. I, honestly, we can I, compare I, damn to. to honestly, Pimple. I mean, we can compare honestly, damn to take care I'm way tell, more. I, I'm gonna tell you what just ended that whole take care argument, and why you can't bring it up no more, nigga. Na- 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 look, ask a regular person to name five songs off to Pimple Butterfly. Listen, bro. I'm gonna tell you're still talking about to Pimple Butterfly. I'm not on that. We're talking about the decade, bro. I'm being more cognizant of everything okay. that happened within the decade, bro. You have to be cognizant of what happened in the decade and and two things you can't do that people have done since the two decades I've already lived through. You can't be a prisoner of the end of the decade. You can't forget about things at the beginning of the decade. And you for damn sure can't act like a moment that was a huge moment ain't huge no more because it's past. So, Chris, I will say this, and this is not prisoner of the moment. One of the biggest songs in this decade, and I told you, so it's a two-way song. It's, it's two songs. God's Plan and In My Feelings. Those two songs killed the whole Take Care conversation. How? Take Care is dead. How? You said how? You said Nigga, how? First off. Because, t- no, 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 no. Listen, off, listen, listen. Off, listen. Off, off, no, no, no. I go going to lie, Chris. Yo, Chris, you've been talking. Shut up, bro. Shut up and learn something for a second. Damn, bro. You've been talking, bro. I've been letting you talk, too. Feel me on this for a second. Let me give you some insight, all right? This is insight for you. As an artist, Drake will not be defined by his album, Take Care, in the decade of the 2010s. You know why? Because he overachieved and killed it, Chris. This is not a negative thing. We're talking about just things that will be remembered in this decade as like non-debatables. Take Care would have been a non-debatable if God's plan did not come out and if In My Feelings did not come out. Sachi, those are his biggest songs in the hardest era to be big and he was the biggest it took for old town road to break records that drake broke bro in my feelings chris we did not know that song was gonna do that i don't i I, I think that i think that this isn't the hardest like this isn't the hardest era ever and and personally i think it's far more easier than any other era because if no, no, because if you think about it, it's much more easier to get a number one in this de- like in this time than it was to when my beautiful dark twist of fantasy I, or take care came see, out. See, and this is why this is why this conversation we having about the decade is so ill right now. Now, rewind to when Jay Z was the person to make streaming even count the way it's counting. Remember that, Sachi? When Jay-Z was the one who made streams count? Because people was like, wait, so it's already downloaded? Remember that, Chris? Like, nobody <laughs> yo, knew this how to era handle was that. So, yo, Sachi, this era has been so fucking beastie, too bro. Much the changed, 2010s, too much the 2010s was on steroids, bro. The 2010s was on steroids. When people dress retro and they'll be dressing wearing Ricardo Tichy Air Force Ones with a Givenchy shirt saying, I'm dressed like the 2010s, bro, this will be a beastie era, bro. This era was on steroids. This shit is over, though. It's good as over. But this era was a crazy era, bro. Think about it. Box logo hoodies and all that will forever be remembered because of the 2010s and five panel hats. But 
Never did those things ever be a part of a time capsule. Supreme is officially a part of a time capsule in the 2010s. That's crazy, Chris. That's crazy, bro. They've been around since 94. They've never, if you put something in a time capsule now, you'd have to put a fucking StockX tag on it. Like, this shit is different, Chris. This whole era, bro, when Jay-Z told people streaming is what's next, and people was like, no, we're still counting physicals. We're still counting physicals, and we're going to make it so hard for y'all. You got to sell a thousand of anything just for it to count as, like, one. Or some shit. Or I, 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 I'm talking about, like, when... I'm talking about when someone listens to a track or something like that. All this new thing with the streaming and everyone trying to figure it out, Drake was like, I got this. And, and, and defined the whole decade with two songs. He has the de- de- decade-defining songs, bro, and they aren't on Take Care. <laughs> they are not. I'm sorry. In My Feelings and God's Plan put a bow on him being a top dog in the 2010s, but Take Care is not a top project anymore because those songs came out. That, that does put those not song- make sense. That does not make sense, does. bro, because of what, does. what Take Care is influenced. Scorpion has not influenced shit. It's not going to influence anything because it's not that great of an album, bro. He did have Chris, amazing songs on there that were big because he was able to uh, do this in uh, the streaming era where if things were counted, the motto would have been a number one song in 2011. Do you get uh, what I'm saying? Uh, Chris, I, I, I'm, I'm going to give you a perfect example, Chris. I'm going to give you the best example I'll give you and, you, and you. and you'd probably understand what I'm saying once I give you this example. What's Michael Jackson's biggest song in the 90s? I actually, know. is it? Is it? I don't know. Is it? I don't. Is it? They don't care about us or some shit. Hell no, Chris. It's black, oh, or, black white. or white. Yeah, makes sense. Oh yeah, but uh, nobody listens to my nigga Macaulay. That album. That album was considered one of Michael Jackson's worst albums. Yeah, history, right? On the Michael Jackson scale. On the Michael Jackson scale, it was it was considered one of Michael Jackson's worst albums, bro. Black or white was so big, Saji, in the 90s, bro. That song was, like, the most defining fucking song. Every time they wanted to, like, do, like, a, a reel of the 90s, like, when you think of the 90s, you think of black and white. Like, legitimately. Because that song defined that era. And it wasn't even on a project that people consider God level or, like, one of the top ones or anything like that. And, Chris, this is... this. What you got to start realizing at this point, we're not arguing if Drake's good or not. We're not arguing if Drake's the GOAT or not. We're arguing Drake versus Drake. Chris, what I'm telling you is this, and you just have to understand my opinion and respect it and not not think it's law or try to counter-argue me. This is what I'm saying, Chris. From my perspective to the people and what I've seen with history, people will remember Drake's contributions of those singles more than they will remember Drake's contributions on that piece of work. I'm not thinking of it on the scale of tastefulness. I'm thinking of it as what reached this decade and what will define this decade in years to come. So when you think of the 2010s, you will think about God's plan. You will think about in my feelings. What you won't think about initially, initially, that doesn't mean that you're not thinking about it at all. But what you won't think about, Chris, is take care because it was at the beginning of the century and most people are prisoner of the moment. And not just that. The internet was not as big in 2010 as it was, excuse me, in 2018. It just wasn't. So, so 2018 was. So, what are we gonna do about Kanye? Like, if that's, if that's true, then then are people gonna remember "Father Stretch My Hands" over everything? 
is Pablo going to be his best album? I don't know. Because that's just Maybe. not like it. it <laughs> but because look, let me trip you out. Let me trip you out. Because what Dark Fantasy did in 2010s set precedent for what was coming. Drake's album didn't really do that. Whoa, 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 whoa. What Drake did, what but what Drake did do is spawn new artists. So if we're talking about him spawning new artists versus spawning new culture, there's a difference. There is a big difference in that, Chris. So making the weekend, making party next door, making other so artists. Basically creating, we know so, that's, so basically creating a subgenre and a whole entire like a whole entire new lane. A, a subgenre is not bigger than the culture. Yeah, but Kanye not, created the culture. But, okay, cool. Go. All right, got you. You, you can't. That like culture is like everyday bro, bro, consumption. It's like, that's that's what I'm trying to get confused with. It's like, it's, are we talking about culture or are we talking about music here? Like, because if we're talking about culture, it's this not is the an thing. argument. It's Kanye West overall. No, no questions. Because technically, I I I I let you say father stretch my hands, but father stretch my hands not bigger than power. Like, come on, Chris. It, but is it bigger than black skinhead? It's it. Power is the biggest song in Kanye's 2010s outside of niggas in Paris. Yeah, it's 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 that like whatever like between power and black skinhead, those have been the most I've ever like. I see those in commercials every fucking day. Like, those are those. Only songs. reason why you only reason why you don't see niggas in Paris everywhere probably because of 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 them niggas label situation and because it's literally called niggas in Paris. Mm-hmm. But that song, that song, like literally set up black megastars like drake was on his way to being a megastar he just didn't he tried to do it with wayne because he's so loyal but then he was like you know i gotta do this by myself like did you notice that you know like did you notice that like drake tried to become a megastar with little wayne yeah because you know I mean? like, the whole entire like, thing with watch the throne like he was saying in the interviews like basically that him and wayne were gonna do that and he was like oh yeah you know those other guys you know they're they're doing album two or whatever like but i no, you're absolutely right, but I'm talking about the underlying theme of him like almost taking a, well, it, not it taking a backseat. It wasn't seat, even really that. But it was just like Wayne going to jail. It forced Drake to become the the money maker. The the you know what I mean? Like he had to keep the lights on. You know, like and it really propelled his career at least two years earlier. You know what I mean? Like he if Wayne didn't go to jail, he wouldn't have been at the point he was last year yet he would it would have taken him a little longer because that just sped up the whole entire process basically it's like the king was gone mm-hmm. and he just but he just became the king and when wayne came back that nigga drake just stayed the king like that's what happened like and you know the reason why big sean like niggas like big sean and all that shit aren't appreciating stuff like that is because like bro that nigga drake just turned up way too quickly mm-hmm. When you think about this decade, Big Sean got murdered. Big Sean just took the <laughs> Big Sean up. got he got murdered. It, it's Damn, because he, he gonna be too, remembered. I think that Big like there needed to be a Drake before there was Big Sean because you can't he burnt have it out after. too quick. He burnt out too quick, man. Damn, creatively, I feel bad. he just it was like, ten years. I'm telling you, bro. Right after like after like he did that album, like Dark Sky Paradise was pretty good. I think that's probably one of his best projects. But like. That uh, well, people love Detroit Hall too. That Fame. Detroit, yeah, everybody likes people Detroit because that, that was what his album was supposed to be. Like he told me, but Hall of Fame though, nigga, that shit was boo boo. Like that shit was. <laughs> Tell him that I and need yo, more. Fire, Sean tried to fire, do everything. Fire. He tried it. He really tried it. He tried to do a clothing brand. <laughs> My or gold. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yo, Chris, you gotta chill. Nah, Chris, I'm not gonna lie though, Sachi. Let's keep it real though, bro. 
Big Sean's still that I'm, nigga. All, I, all, 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 no, no, no. I just got this weird theory where I feel like Drake knew that if he ever left Lil Wayne behind, Lil Wayne will become what he is right now. So I think he tried to preserve Lil Wayne's legacy because for what Lil Wayne did for him, then at some point he was like, I got to go be OVO king. I got to go be the king of fucking America mm-hmm. and I live in Toronto. And, and then eventually he just became it that. Was, I you think know? that that turning point I think the reason why really people don't like... I think the reason why people don't like views from the six, because views from the six allows people to realize how big Drake was. That really makes people mad. Cause views from the six, bro, he's sitting on top of the goddamn thing, Chris. Like he's looking at America from the scope of yeah, Toronto, and people, bro. And, and you know what's funny? Like, people are starting to like that album now. <laughs> like, you know how everybody panned it when it came out. And obviously it does have its uh its blunders. Like it's far too long. You know what I mean? Shit like that. But when people saw that Drake could say he like Niggas thought 20 tracks was too long. Drake was like, hold up, y'all. Y'all say y'all don't like long albums. Let me let me throw five more on. You know, like. So, Chris, you. So, so we ain't going to be able to do it right now, but by the end of the year, so everyone listening, we're going to have, we're going to compile before anyone else. And we're saying it right now. We're going to start now. Let's, you know, we always have the foresight on Woody vs. Poppy. We do this. Every little rap blog, all these little publications, they're all going to make TV shows about it. We're, we're going to get it together right now, Chris. We're going to get the greatest minds in the room, bro. Shout-outs to Tremaine. Shout-outs to Brick. Shout-outs to the people we know, the people who've really been a force behind culture. We're going to get everyone in the room, potentially, Chris. If not, me and you will carry the torch, and we're going to do the, end of the, the top podcast. 25 songs of the decade. And, and I can't I'm do just, I'm going to just say right now, Sicko Mode, stop. I, I got to do songs. Sick of most and I had an argument. Chris, I had an Chris, argument Chris, about Chris, this shit Chris, like yesterday, bro. People Chris, were trying to tell me that Chris, fucking Sick of Mode is not a good song. Chris, Chris, you, Chris, you covered it. Dude, that's a generational track. Chris, Chris, you covered it hot, and I'm it, it's not. It's funny, bro, because Niggas be forgetting, like, yo, I kind of got, like, a little bit of an old taste or whatever, kind of, but, nigga, I'm still 21 years old, you know what I mean? Like, I went to Astro World. so many, Chris, it's so many beggars in 2010, bro. Like, bro, this is what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to get, we're going to have to get 10 tracks from each year and then basically break them down one by one. We're going to have to get those 10 tracks and then get the 10 from those. I'm glad that's 100 huh? tracks. We got to do it, though. It got to be done. It got to be done. It's 100 tracks. So what we're going to have to do is pick 10 tracks from every mm-hmm. year and pick the top track yeah. of that I, year every I year. It just, it, but it's cool. Oh, I wasn't. I didn't hear you say that, big fella. I heard you say we got to get 10 tracks. We got We just got to. But, I mean, we're going to basically do what we did, what we do every year, but just for the decade. You know, I ain't gonna lie, Chris. This, yo, this is gonna be major. It's gonna bro. be a very major one because like, that's your, that's your, that's your best song of the year. No, I'm not saying that's my best song of the year. No, 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 no. I, I'm saying no. I'm, I'm giving you a scenario. That's what people are gonna say. Like that's y'all best song. Oh, yeah, fuck Cause Chris, man, I'm not because uh, I'm not gonna lie, Chris. I'm starting to get like scared. I'm getting anxiety because I forgot how crazy Rick Ross went in the 2010s. <laughs> like, like, bro, Rick Ross went crazy in the 2010s, I mean, Sachi. I, I think that I don't think that this is gonna be as hard as, as we think it is. All I know is that my top five, bro. Top five is gonna look oh, crazy. I, I also said, t- I also said top twenty-five. I didn't because because you can't like you can't limit a, a a a decade to ten songs. It's really hard to do that. All right, we're gonna do top. We gonna gonna do top twenty-five. You know, we gotta have Runaway. We gotta have Nights. You know, we gotta have we gotta have uh, cameras. We got. Oh, did you say Runaway? Yeah, Runaway has to be in the top twenty of this decade. The fuck, it's one of the greatest songs ever created, uh, dude. <laughs> You you not gonna put Runaway, nigga? 
Is it better than Monster? Is yes, it better it's than better. like bro? It, if it's no, if no, we're no. talking about a definitive, it, it, it's like you. It's like you gotta. It's like you gotta think about that album. We gotta think about it. You gotta def- think about gotta, that album. Are we talking about what are the best? Are we talking about deep cuts? Are we talking about the best songs of the 2010s? Or what are the best songs of the 2010s? Because if we talk about deep cuts, this summer, is gonna get hard. Chris, Chris, I don't like remix. I don't like regular. Chris, come on. Chris, Chief, Chief, Chris, Chris. I, I, hey, this is going to be I, hard. This, this, this will be not be easy. It's going to be on there, man. This will not be easy. Frank going to have about five songs I, on that bitch, though. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Yo, Chris, Chris, I don't think Runaway is bigger than Don't Like. Don't Like Remix or Don't but Like. Are we talking I don't about know, Chris. what's big or what's the best? See, that's the thing that you're gonna have. We're gonna have to clarify. Both. This. We're talking about both. You have the to have both. Ba- Nick, I, we gotta put Runaway, bro. The, the the performance is classic, no question. The song is just niggas can hear that piano key and lose their mind. Like, bro, that song is literal. But perfection. all right, so now actually, actually, I'm actually a good question. I don't think you got the answer for this one. Okay. What songs? What songs bigger and best? Runaway or Black Skinhead? Runaway Tuh. easily. <laughs> Runaway has much what? more meaning. Black Skinhead is a fire uh, song. Black Skinhead's a fire song, bro. But I would say that New Slaves, know, is, I would say New Slaves is better than Black Skinhead. I don't know, and it, and it Chris. Ma- it, I, I like, don't I'm know. telling you, bro. Runaway, nigga. And you sound crazy because on your own podcast, you were just, you was just, you were just rooting for Black Skinhead like just 20 minutes earlier. Yeah, now but you don't I, already like, abandoned But it. we were talking about a completely he, different he thing. He can't we're be talking trusted. About what's the biggest? You know what I mean? Like Black Skinhead is in a lot of commercials because it's that type of song. Runaway is an emotional. I'm not gonna lie. Joyride that's eight minutes long. It has two minutes of vocal like vocoder moaning. I'm not gonna lie. Like come on, dog. I'm not gonna lie, bro. God's plan gonna be up there, bro. That shit gonna be up there, bro. That voice said, God's plan. <laughs> Yo, that song is crazy, I, I Chris. Think that I would rather put. Chris, that I think song I would is crazy. Put, I, I think that what you call it. Like uh, I'm yeah, not putting God's no, God I'm not putting there. no city girls. No, I'm not putting no damn no, city was, girls. Was, no, was, two bad bitches and we kiss into the rave. Because kiss that rave. song, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. Between God's plan, <laughs> but bro, niggas really be forgetting about nice for what. Like nice for what wasn't a better song than God's plan. It was just like God's plan it, was bigger. It wasn't. It, yes, it, it wasn't. Was. Nice for what. Is nice, so trash. nice for what was like nice for what was nice one of what the best so trash, chess bro. plays I've ever seen in my life by an artist. Yo, bro, nice for what is so trash, bro. What are you talking, bro? Chris, you have to nice understand what nice for what, what, so for what is, bro. Nice for what makes women feel Yo, Chris, like they it's like, oh my yeah, god, Chris. yes. Yes, Drake, yes. Like that's Chris. what women feel like when yes. they hear that song, bro. Like Yo, Chris, that was I, a ch- I, I, I'm not what doing I just this. said, Woody, it's a chess play. That nigga Drake not doing released this, listen, the song for the world. He did God's plan. And then he uh, But listen, what we gotta do is be cognizant of Rihanna's career as well. Oh, yeah. Because you know, she got some low-key. She got some low key songs that I'm not putting like no where I'm not putting no we found love in a hole I'm not I hate that wow. song and that song it's a great song it's a good it's a pop bro, song that shit that reminds me of when I shopped that H and M shout out Calvin Harris and I don't want to and I don't and I, and I don't want to remember that era in my life well it has to be a song <laughs> off of anti it has to be it's probably gonna be like work it's probably gonna be like either work or like kiss it better but like. You, you, wait, you like Kiss It Better more than Sex With Me? <sighs> Sex With Me is the best song on the album. Bro, Kiss It Better is just like... That shit sound... Di- man, sh- bro, when she was like, what man, shout are out, you man, shout out to John Glass. I was listening to it, and you I was like, me? yeah, what am I willing oh, to you do? Heard me? I'm willing to do anything for you, you, Rihanna. You heard me, though? Shout out to John Glass. Remember, that was Britney X's boyfriend, yep. he wrote it. And shout out to... Shout and he to the one... Woo. Yeah, because he the one who we got all day for. Hey, hey, hey. All day. What, what are we talking about? What? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Remember, I have no Brittany idea what you're talking about right now, Woody. 
Uh, he, yeah, you <laughs> nigga, do, we bro. Have too many Why you acting like the fans, bro? I ain't getting tied up to that shit, nigga. Oh, here you go. You want you don't want the Uzi goods come smack look, you up? Look, <laughs> That's look, all bro, that is. Woody, I ain't talked about that shit since you yelled at me while I was at school. I've never talked about that ever again. I went back to class silent. <laughs> Man, I don't talk about that. That dude. shit was crazy. Uh, yeah. Shout out loud though. Oh, shout outs all day, man. Oh no, shout wait a second. Uh, How, did did Man Down come out in this decade? Yo, you better shut your greed ass up. <laughs> man you, for, down. Nigga, you forgot, man. My people from the islands, bro. I just shot a man down. Oh, Chris, man. You, you gotta chill. Well, now, now <laughs> right, will you be will you be mad if in the top 25 songs? <laughs> you ready for this, Chris? What? If at number 25 is Flatbed Freestyle. No, absolutely not. Flatbed Freestyle may be oh, in my top Chris, 10. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we gonna make people so mad. It ain't safe. Will be one of the most defining songs of the 2010s, yeah, bro. It, because like people don't realize how much culture that pushed. How that, bro, that was it ain't like, safe. If it wasn't that, for it ain't safe, who knows so, what might have happened with yo, bro? I don't think Wizkid would be big. I don't think Davido would be big. I don't think Burner Boy would be I, I, big. Right, I don't saying, think Jay Hughes would be big. I'm not saying Wizkid. That dude is a fucking billionaire out there. I, I, like. I'm not saying no. I'm definitely saying whiskey. You know why, bro? Because Skepta was the door that opened to just other black people's music. I'll, I'll that's say all that I'm in saying. America. Yes, yeah, but that's yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. Skepta was like the door yeah. to the world. Yeah, basically, he was the door to Wizkid, Even though Wizkid is is in Africa, mm-hmm. but, but he's he did a song with Wizkid and Drake. He did the remix, and then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, Wizkid, I'm gonna listen to him. I wasn't seeing people listen to Wizkid before that. If we just if if we just keep it in for real, yeah, they weren't. You know, so between like Damn. Skepta, and then also we, you know, we like I know niggas hate it, but we also got to give you know we got to give that like Skepta. It's just like he he was able to just really change it. Like people don't realize that, bro. Like Supreme may not Supreme may not even be putting out track pants right now for one for Skepta right now. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. That nigga changed mm, the swag. Mm, 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 he changed mm, the swag. Mm, he changed yo, all bro, that. He's the only you, reason no, no, why Drake no, no. don't I, wear I, jeans. I, 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 not just that. <laughs> Low key, low key, if we're being honest, if we're being honest, you ready for this? Are, are you ready for this? I don't think you're ready for this. I'm Chris. ready for this. If it wasn't for Skepta, there would be no crossbody okay. fad in America. Can, it would not be I, I a crossbody fad. I can accept that 100%. And, 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 and that is a decade-defining fad. Facts. Because it was... It, it's like this decade was kind of like I, the deprogramming like, of what the idea of men and what men should be doing and fashion and all that shit just everything that we think about of being a man well i'm not gonna lie i di- I, I disagree because you saw how like hip hop acts used to dress in like the early uh, late 70s early 80s yeah, and but stuff I'm like saying, that like, used to that be idea boots. hold on wait 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 i'm just making a point the whole point i'm making is like remember in the 80s they men wore fanny packs yeah but like when people will do retro 2010 parties niggas will be wearing crossbodies that's all I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, it's just like, because I mean, you got to gotta realize, like, niggas really thought that shit was, like, I'm telling you, bro, people really underestimate or downplay the significance of the no homo era. Niggas really was not buying crossbodies and carrying all that shit in their pocket because they didn't want to be gay. Like, bro, shit crazy, dog. Like, it, it's really crazy how quick crossbodies caught on because it was like, bro, that that was not flying. Well, in well I'm not gonna lie, to you you couldn't even find you had you had to go order them. You had like you couldn't even go buy them. Make them shit. You had to go get down some wholesale site or something, man, or you had to get one of those uh, the Mayan joints or whatever, the Guatemala joints. Yo, 
I definitely enjoyed the 2010s. The 2010s was so much more fire than the early 2000s. Early 2000s was trash. You got to think, early 2000s was like all of Jay-Z, September 11th, early Kanye West, Twista, you know, rappers still making like trash music, Def Jam, Vendetta, shit like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like 2007, 8. 2007, 8 is when it started heating up because 2006 was like throw some D's on it. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to remember, but, Chris. That's I mean, like the is, 20, is that the early, the early 2000s. Is that what happens with every decade? The end of like the the ha- last half is when everything starts heating the fuck up. Like, I mean, it's it, arguably well, the, it's, the well. I'm gonna give I'm, I'm gonna give example. The early it's always an early year that starts defining how the rest of it goes, and then by the end something heats up to define how we're propelling the next year into so like 98 99 went into the y2k era mm-hmm. and then it started defining what the 2000s were going to look like by the end of 99 jay-z was on a roll him and dmx you go into 2000 2001 blueprint comes out then jay-z becomes mr mr hove and then this this whole renaissance of jay-z then just the rockefeller just winning and then crashing and burning then kanye west becoming this phoenix that rises out of it and then from there kanye and people like Pharrell, who was doing music with like Santo Gold and Converse, then, you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden just became this new like cultural way of expressing yourself through mixtapes. And then you get Wiz Khalifa and Currency. Isn't it crazy that Wiz Khalifa and Currency's mixtape actually isn't in the 2010s? Yeah. It's actually late right? 2000s. That's crazy, right? And, and like an- another thing that I think is really weird, like, what is the definitive year when everything like shifted? Because personally, I think it, I just told you we talked about yeah, it. I'm 2012. Talking about, I'm talking about the sounds of music, like bro. Even when Rocky came out, it was still like yeah, this was different, but it was still rap. Nigga, rap sounds way different now. We have Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi. Like uh, oh, so you looking for the year? I'm thinking for real, for real. I really think that the new generation all shifted truly in like when Love Is Raised dropped. Whenever that shit dropped, after that. Nah, everything was just all like. Hold, hold on, wait. That's when the new rappers it, it, started popping out. Hold on, so wait. So is bad and bougie. Per, it, that's after Love Is Rage. Yeah, I'm talking about Love Is Rage one, nigga. Goddamn, wake your ass up, Uzi shit. You know what I mean? Like when that. Shit I mean, so you. Dropped. I mean, so you feel like that? Wait, 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 Chris, 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 Chris. Chris. We disrespectful. As if Versace didn't change everything. The no, Versace Because that's the thing. I don't I, think that these new rappers rap like the Migos. Like. Or I don't think that the way that they carry themselves, their bravado, Chris, all that shit. We're like, really tripping. It's it's running to me now. You know, like it's yo, bro. March Madness might gotta be in the top twenty five songs, bro. What do you yo. mean, might? Oh, Chris. What do you mean, might? What do you? Chris. What do you mean, might? Yo, what do you mean, might, nigga? Like, bro, Chris, fuck it. The bro. whole top twenty five is future, nigga. Fuck it. That's it. Chris, that's, I forgot. That's it. Chris, nigga. The whole I'm sorry. Is and number one. Bro, what's the number one future song? Chris, of the decade? bro, yo, Chris, I'm not gonna lie, Chris. I think it. I think the sound of music may have changed, not through future. I'm not about to say that, but I think where it changed that it it it. So look, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. Let's go do our research. But this is what I'll say: the, we have to find the top five songs that Drake was featured on that was a hood artist, and within that, we'll find where the sound changed. Mm. Does that make sense? You find Drake, you find where where music change. Cause the height of Drake featuring is sicko mode. But what was the what was the what was the the overarch? Well, like, hey, this isn't like what I'm used to. But well, I like. Think it. about it. We got we, we got to find got that. round of applause. We got Tony Montana. We got Versace. Uh, 
fuck. What are the other major remixes that he did with Hood Artists? Um, I'm, I don't know, man. It's just like, bro, like, when, when niggas started rapping, like... I'm not going to lie. And another song that has to be... In the top twenty-five, just cause. Okay, you know what, Woody? You, no, 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 no Woody. We I, I, can't I say a, it's future. I have another song that might gotta be in the top. We can't say it's future. I, 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 yeah, and it's another song, Chris. I forgot this song was so big when it came out, bro. And this song defined DJ Khaled's career. Oh, I'm, on I'm on one. I'm on one. Oh my god! And, and the bro. craziest thing about it is that that oh nigga Drake, god. they just gave them that track. Forty mate, bro. That oh. beat is. Oh my god, bro. bro. That song was so defining no. for DJ Khaled. But, before that, DJ Khaled had anthems, but his, his so anthems dry. his anthems were typecasted under the Mason Dixon line. All that I'm so hood shit was just like some little like bravado bottle club Fucking situation. Mom. I'm on one transcended. Man, 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 and man. Then, and then, and then man. that nigga dropped that trust issues. <laughs> that shit was fun. Yo, Chris, shut up. Yo, DJ Khaled, I'm on one. <laughs> nigga. Bro, I just remember that video, bro. That video was crazy, dude. Drake had the big polo on, and Khaled had that fucking umbrella. He was in the rain. It's crazy, bro. And, and it's so funny how that umbrella signified him being a ruler, because in the Make It Rain video, DJ Khaled's getting wet holding an umbrella for Fat mm. Joe, and it just shows you how things change. Mm-hmm. Within literally five years, he went from holding an umbrella to being a you know, being the boss for himself. You know That's what I mean? That's crazy. In fact, Joe's more or less an afterthought because he was locked up, right? Yeah, Something happened to yeah. Fat Joe. I Yo, shout out to, shout out to... Um, oh, was it Remy Ma? Yeah, yeah it was Remy Shout Ma. out to Curly Hair Drake. Also, shout out to Lil Wayne for having a Chrome Hearts hoodie on in this video. You guys are not new. Um, But yeah, man. There, there's so many, like, bro, there's so many tracks, bro. There's so many tracks, like, but I, I really... <laughs> he said too much money ain't enough, buddy. Nigga, the fans, you know, the fans listening. listening. Nigga, what money? Nigga, what money? <laughs> but, like, I think we can say Future is the... He was the catalyst. Future is 100% the catalyst. Because Future was first the first mumble rapper, coin mumble rapper. He was the first person to bring that singing shit in the modern era to Atlanta, which became basically the Motown of this decade. Like, he I think that I think it's easy to say his future. For real, for real. Like, who else was doing what Future does before him and see how many people are doing what Future does after him. You know? Astronaut status, all that shit. But when it, it was all like, you know, everything was cool. Like, you know, Honest came out and Future, you know, he was it looked like he was on his way out of here. But then that nigga dropped Monster. I, I, I'm getting chills. I remember the Dat Piff page. Yeah, it's crazy because I wanted to get to Virgil's MCA. Um, I wanted Let's to get, get to, to Virgil's. It, um, we haven't given them a long. I wanted. I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about Virgil's whole situation. But but look how smart Virgil is. He realizes that this is the last year of the decade, and he's given a retrospect of everything he's did this last ten years. Yeah. He he's really he he basically he basically levied his own spot to say I was maybe a, just as big of a cultural force as Kanye was in the 2010s and, and you can't Kanye get talk. mad at it because low key from 2015 on back he killed it. Yeah, I mean like bro, like niggas forget bro, like this is the thing that pissed me off when niggas be talking about Virgil this Virgil that. Virgil been around since like 07, dog. That nigga been here. 
He he done put his work in, bro. He done put that thousand man hours in, nigga, or ten thousand man hours. Like he done did, like bro, like some of the most recognizable shit of this decade, nigga. Fucking Watch the Throne cover, like Jesus cover. I could stop right there, nigga, and that's iconic in itself. But then that nigga went the extra mile, bro. Showed us how to make a fit, like a, a make like a pseudo high fashion streetwear brand. Just go get T-shirts and print on them and sell them for high. You know what I mean? And then flip that into a clothing brand. And then flip that into the head of being, like, being the head of LV. I don't know. I have my I have my feelings about what Virgil has done for this decade. And I feel very strongly about it because I see what happened. I may not like all of the stuff that he does, but I treat Virgil like Obama. For real. We don't talk about him negatively at all. That's just not happening. White people ain't going to get that. We ain't, they ain't going to get that satisfaction. You ain't going to hear no slander for about Virgil out of my mouth. You know what I mean? Because he didn't just, he didn't put on, bro. Like, that nigga Bloody Ghost Cyrus was walking in Paris. That That's crazy, bro. That's fucking crazy. It's Chief Keef and Supreme. Like, this is what it's all about, bro. That nigga Virgil just knows how to leave the door open while talking to the white people so they don't realize that everybody else is pulling up. And I love that. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, Virgil, you know, Virgil Pirates, you don't see Snapback, you know? <laughs> yo, yo, this is, yo, this is crazy. I really love the 2010s. 2010s went the hardest since. Like, this was not a dull decade. Like, this was crazy. Because everything was, like, this was the first decade that we ever had internet time. And what I mean by that, yeah, I think this, I think this is prime internet because you go into 2011 and the iPhone was already fucking lit. The iPhone was like lit, lit. But when like, like they almost, like the iPhone five was like the best iPhone for like five years after it came out. Still, remember I went back and got an iPhone five. Yeah, from Mega, right? And that was like, yeah, that was like three, four years ago. No, the iPhone five is, from a design standpoint, if they can make that iPhone five with a bezel-less display. Huh? And model that as the iPhone SE now. I think that everybody. I'm would saying, buy hold it. up. You don't remember they brought. You hold on. You don't remember they put the iPhone five size phone back out with everything. Yeah, with I just all the new stuff the from the iPhone yeah, X. I in just it? said the iPhone SE, but it doesn't have. It yeah. doesn't have absolutely everything, but it's a very on par device, and I like that because I mean, like, bro, I have an iPhone SS uh, XS Max, and it's huge, and I don't need it. You know, like I, I drop it all the time. But that iPhone 5, oh my god. That was my first iPhone, bro. That was my first one ever. I remember getting that shit, that matte black back. Ugh, that is just, it was design-wise perfect. I'm just thinking about that Rick Ross, Rich Forever mixtape, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm just, it's it's so much, yo, bro. We got to do some real research. Man, but, um, yo, niggas gonna I, have to, Nick, yo, everybody that has those really good libraries. I ain't gonna lie, you, lie, you been embalming heavy in this one. You been embalming heavy, what? bro. Saying nigga? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just I'm saying. I'm sorry, just... it's, it's ingrained in my vernacular. It's probably never gonna leave. Unless I want it to, like the F word. But um, I don't, because it's ours. Um, But yeah, man, shout out to the iPhone at 5. That was just, oh, great phone, man. Like, design-wise, the iPhones haven't, like, I mean, the screens are cool and shit, but I kind of want, like, a square iPhone again. Like, I wanted it to be that size, but it was just so easy to hold that. Like, I never dropped that iPhone. I cracked the screen, but I didn't drop it. Like, it was, it was a, I don't know, man, that's just design perfection. 
that's some shit right there that Virgil probably has in that book is a picture of these phones. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, shout out to Black Apple uh, products, the legendary Kanye Black laptop. Bro, this was such an era. Really an era. But yeah, like I said, with the whole internet time, this really felt like 20 years, really. And the reason why I say that is just things move so fucking quickly now. Like, it's not like how the 2000s were, you know, like years don't feel like, well, okay, excuse me. I'm not going to say that because time is relative and years, like years back then felt longer because I was younger, but I don't know. Do these kids like this? Did 2014 last as long as 2004 did for me? Because 2004, 2014, 2004 hold on, hold on. felt like it was forever. But would a kid that hold was on, a, what was that year? Hold on, what was that year where it was a drought and no good music came out? And then the, that year was 2014. Oh, that was, was the, bro, the best year. album of that year was My Crazy Life. Think about that. No, no disrespect to YG. That's a classic album, but that was the best album of the year. Nicki Minaj was named Complex's rapper of the year in 2014. That was such. That a may tra- have been the worst year in rap that ever. That was such a trash year. Dude. Like some sh- some good shit came out. Don't get me wrong, but it was not good. Like that was. I just hated that year, nigga. You know how crazy that year was. Drake ran the uh, the whole entire year with no album. Nigga dropped zero to one hundred yeah. and took over the whole year. Insane. Yeah, Faces came out that year. R.I.P. Mac. Um, that album has one of the craziest future verses I've ever heard in my life. Um. Run the Jewels 2 came out that year. Where Pink Print, Free Base by 2 Chains, like nothing. <laughs> nothing came out. Fight Night came out, though. Oh, yeah, that was a year of hot nigga. <sighs> Whoa, hot nigga. Chris. Hot nigga, hot nigga gotta be top 10. That hat, that hat never came back. <laughs> And Bobby Bitch is the best snippet of all time. <laughs> like, bruh, that was a crazy... Bro, that nigga had him... The way he was bouncing with the beat. And if you ain't a hook, get up my cash out. I, I remember Bob... Like, because you put me on, Bobby. You were like, yo, this nigga from New York about to blow up. It was probably like when he had like about like... Running through like these checks till I cash out. Cash out and shorty give me dick till I pass out. I swear to God, all I do is cash out. It ain't up. Yo, Chris. Chris, I'm not going to lie. You know another song that got to be top 25 and I really don't want it to be. What? But I just hate that this song is so big across the world. Despacito? Work. Work. Despacito got to be up there. I don't know what that is. You don't know what Despacito? Despacito. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I get hate mail for this. Fuck that Bro, song. That's like the biggest song ever. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. 90% of our music gonna be rap. I don't I, care. The only reason uh, so why listen, I would, it's, oh, I it's, well, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be brown people. I don't the care. Only listen, why work. I would put that shit into contention. Is first off, it has six billion views on YouTube. It was huge, and I think it was a shift where Latin music became much more. Like mainstay in new, like in you know in America, like that kind of shifted everything. Niggas like Bad Bunny popped out after that, you know, like that's a classic, Bruh, That year you couldn't hear that. You you weren't going nowhere without that song playing, bro. Like, shout out Daddy Yankee one time for getting a Grammy off that shit, nigga. <laughs> it's it's been a decade. It's been a decade. 
Yeah, man. But no, we gotta put oh. we gotta put BTSTU or Jasmine. Uh, one of those one of those Jay Paul songs have to go in there. Has to. I mean, just I mean, just for the sake of just entertainment. When did No Flex Zone come out? No Flex Zone came out in twenty fourteen, I believe. Uh, if it's not, oh no, it came out. No, yeah, it was recorded in twenty fourteen and released in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we didn't know about it no damn 2014. Kind of came out 2015. No, it, actually, no, I'm, I'm lying. It did come out in 2014. I knew I wasn't crazy. It came out May 18th. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Ray Shremmon, they definitely oh. changed some shit. Well, I'm not going to lie, Chris. When Young Thug came out, he kind of took over. Because remember when Danny Glover came out and Kanye was dancing to mm-hmm. him in the club. Shout out to Barry's Vine one time. Every time I fuck, I got London had the pleasure of being in the culture around that time and having a vine. Like, bro, their vine accounts. Like, I remember when Barry went on like the tour of the Bape House on Vine. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, bro. Man, shout out to real people who really been like keeping this thing going, bro. This. This is a beautiful world that we live in. But I ain't gonna lie, bro. We got some pretty good contributions, bro. We got some pretty damn good contributions. Like StockX is late 2010s, but that shit really is crazy. Yeah. StockX is crazy. Yeah. And to say that we got a shoe on StockX that goes brazy that like that. That does a 360. Bro. And has two different sizes. Like two weeks. Like two weeks ago, another another pair got sold for 600. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, man, that's, that's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Whew. But I will say this: Supreme had his best run in the 2010s. Absolutely, yeah, it's because of, of that. It went crazy because of that. And that Chief Keith, and and that Chief Keith box logo. <laughs> you think they're gonna? You think they're gonna, gonna release it? Nah, because I've never seen them put out a T-shirt where the person wasn't wearing a red box logo. Mm-hmm. Other yeah, than the black one. Other than the black one. But still, though, I think that it's. I think that that's really that was a cultural. Like that was Virgil yeah, doing I, what he was supposed to be doing. That that was one hundred. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I, I think Virgil gets it, and and that that like that show. And he, he could have did it. anybody. He could have put anybody on that shit, you know. But I think the I think what sucks is that Supreme knows that working with Virgil is too obvious for them. So it's like everybody would like fucking pa- have a panic attack. So that's probably why they didn't do it. But we know Virgil knows James Jebbia. Like we know mm-hmm. this. Yeah, like we need you to because. If you were like if if somebody told me that Virgil was doing a Supreme shirt and he wasn't gonna be on it, I I would instantly think it's gonna be Kanye West. I would instantly think that it's gonna be Kanye. Another, another question I have: Can we just for uh like just for the fuck of it, just put like the Yonkers video came out in the 2010s, right? Came out in 2011. So can't so can't we just put the Yonkers video as an honorable mention just because the nigga really had a roach? It's not it. It's not an honorable mention. Yonkers had like a Tyler the Creator single has to be in the top twenty five of this decade. And if we do, if we don't do it, we're just doing a disservice, for real. Because it's not an accurate representation of the the decade. And I myself have to do it because I truly came from the Odd Future era. I lived that one hundred percent. Odd Future was on my notebooks. So it's like Yonkers. That Yonkers definitely could probably be up in top twenty five. Yeah. That 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 the the impact that that single had the video that was just I don't think it's been done again. That shock value can't be achieved anymore because he kind of just fucked it up for everybody else. Like, what you about to do now? This nigga ate a roach and killed himself. What you about to do? The nigga, Ye had it on the website, and then from there, Supreme became this huge, 
huge, huge, huge, huge giant. It went from wearing it because it's cool that nobody else has it to wearing it because that's what everybody else wears. Like, it wouldn't have happened if that boy Tyler did not do any of that. Never would have made it. <laughs> that nigga, Tyler. Oh, man. It, Ty, James had to have given that nigga a, a percentage of stock. Just give him 1%. Something. Give him a share. That nigga. It de- it it definitely. Oh wow, Virgil real when he gave all the security the actual shoe to put on. So if you working at the if you working at the museum, you wearing the shoe. Yeah, that's cool. I saw that little pirate shirt that they got too. I think that flip book was really really genius. Wow, those shoes about to go crazy. All the employees are literally wearing the shoes, Hachi. Very very <laughs> Virgil. Oh my goodness. I'm a goddamn. You gonna do it? You got to do it right. Wolf. But think about, think about the artist progression. Oh, Chris, it's one thing I wanted to say before I forget. Tyler, the creator, you remember he put, "Why won't people let me produce for him?" I got the easiest response. Okay. You ready? Mm. Tyler, people won't let you produce for them because Pharrell's still alive. (laughs) But it's like. I don't, I don't understand, <laughs> the only reason why I just, like, um, I just don't understand why he don't, like, people don't be, like, they don't be at least, like, getting songs that he writes. <coughs> you know, like, some of Tyler's best songs have been songs that he wrote for Justin Bieber, that Justin Bieber just wouldn't take. Like, Beamer was wrote for Justin Bieber. I think was wrote for Justin, no, Earthquake was wrote for Justin Bieber. Like, all those little pop songs, he writes them for other artists, and then, for real, nigga, I think that Tyler tricks himself. I think he tricks himself into writing a song for someone else, but he knows they're not going to want it, and then boom, now he has a song that's amazing. Thank you for saying it, because we know this. We know this deep down, because we know how he I is, so I'm, I'm happy you said that. I think I'm That's what I think it's for me. Yeah, we got to, yeah, there's so many, like, bro, we got to have, we got to have Don't Touch My Hair. Man, so many people fell off, though. Man, rest in peace. Terio, a recipe to all the retarded Dude, chill. people. Terio, a kid, bro, he alive. I, they all alive. Terio, a town. What's the garden? You what's oh, his yeah. name? What that nigga doing? Uh, 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 uh Welvin. They just be or Melvin, be whatever. Like yeah, I can't say that never. <laughs> Yo, I, I heard they saying Tom Sachs coming back out this month. I know that. I think that's fake though. What the boots? No, the Mars Yard. Oh yeah, he's probably trying to level the fucking, you know, level the market one time. Those shit's going for way too much. It's a bunch of nerds that aren't putting the actual use of the shoe. You know what I mean? Wear that shoe, man. That's what it's made for. This time I think it's for real. I don't know, man. That running out of time, though. Running out of time is crazy. Yeah, running out of time is crazy. And it's crazy because the last person to be drafted and about to rule the whole next generation or the decade is Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. Everything's timing, per- like, the timing of everything has been eerily perfect. Eerily. I mean, if Drake was smart, he could have went out on this note. He could have went out on God's plan and everything, but he had to... And Vince Carter about to be the first player to play in, like, four different damn decades. 99, the 2000s, 2010s and now he about to be in the 2020s next year. That's so ill. So ill. 
Shout out Vince Carter one time for just being a uh, man. If it weren't for Stand Vince, if it weren't for Vince Carter, Drake may and I had the confidence to rap. You know what I mean? So shout out to Vince Yo, Carter. Yo, someone asked to Kawhi Leonard, "What would a like? What would a title and mean for Canada?" He said, "I mean, not sure. I guess you'd have to ask someone on the streets." <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Oh my god! And I feel man. like it's not even like he's trying to be an asshole. He just like he he's not programmed to think of emotions and empathy like that. All he is programmed to do is get rebounds and score. Bored man, bored man. I think it's really interesting that Allen Iverson's birthday is a day before Kanye West. That's pretty ill. That is cool. They're Gemini's, man. It's just a uh... yeah. People love Gemini's. Shout out to the shout out to the Gemini's. What, what's your sign again? Are you a what? You're a Libra. I'm a Leo. A Leo. Leo. I'm a Leo. Oh, so you're you're also a fire sign, right? Is that a fire sign? Yeah, it's a fire sign. Yeah, shout out to the fire signs. You know, Aries gang. Are you like a full swing? Like, are are you a full swing, Leo, or am I being nah. way too lame right now? No, nah, you're not being lame. I'm in the middle. I'm August seventh, so I'm prime Leo. So any, so all the yeah, little full swing things they they think about. Yeah, I'm full swing in this bitch. That's how I am. I'm April seventh. Bonkers. Shout out to yeah, shout out to all of that shit. Shout out to all my niggas learning about astrology just so they could talk to bitches. Huh, so what are you, an Aries? Yeah, I'm an Aries. I'm a full swing Aries, man. Leo Moon, which is crazy. Probably get along because of that. Leo Moon? No, yeah, it's, no, yeah, it's my Leo. Yeah, my Moon's a Leo. I don't know what any oh, of that shit Chris, means. I forgot. So those Matthew Williams shoes are gonna be cheap because they want people to mix and match the Vibram soles on the bottom. Welp. So he's wearing the black ones with the are white. Are they bottom. gonna be cheap though? Or are they gonna be acronym no. cheap? Mm. Acronyms wasn't that expensive though. I don't, don't do that's that. what I'm saying. They're not expensive, so they're low-key cheap. <laughs> like that, like two hundred dollars for that shoe was cheap. You know, like but for that shoe, I don't know if it's gonna be two hundred. I think that whole gonna be about I'm not gonna lie though. A dick riding was at the highest it's ever been in two thousand in the twenty tens though. Dick riding? Dick oh because you couldn't dick ride in the nineties. Like that. You couldn't sit at your house and dick ride. You had to literally physically go out. <laughs> like, you can't, you, you can do it now. Like, people, stand culture, all of that. Yeah, all that stuff is in the 2010s. At least we know because of eras ending that that shit might go away. It's a good chance it might what, go you think, away. You Maybe. think stand culture will go away? Because I don't think that's ever leaving. People are too depressed now. No, I, 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 I think that that's going to, that's here to stay, but I think dick riding might have its, it, it might, it, it might, Go lesser at some point, or the maybe. definition of maybe. it may be changed. Niggas may find a whole new way to dick ride. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Cut. Uh, as funny as that sounds, you might be right. Sadly, so weird. He's developing new forms of technology to dick ride. Shit's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Hold up, did you see? Hold up, did you see little Uzi dancing? The, um, did you see him dancing the uh, Trap Manny song? Yeah, he had the full True Religion fit on, looking like Keith. <laughs> Bro, little Uzi's definitely one of my favorite dressed people right now. Like, and it's simply because he just like you can t- like you can just tell he's having fun. Like, he has his own sense of like you know, like that whole John Paul Gaultier shit that he has going on right now. That's fire. And then he could just switch up and be wearing the Chief Keith shit. I'm fucking with it, man. You can just tell what type of era he came from. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I shouldn't be saying that he was looking for it just down another day. The powers that be reached out. Yeah. It's all good. Um, 
Yeah, man. Ooh, them undercovers look good. Damn, I should have asked Nike for them, but I didn't because I'm stupid. Oh, wait. No vacancy ain't got another shoe already? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> they got another shoe? I low-key, I low-key want them 990s. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a while since I've owned a oh. pair. Oh, I think those New Balance, too. That's dope. Could be. You know what shoe I, I thought I was gonna. You know it. what shoe I thought was gonna become way, 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 way more popular than it is, but I'm not too mad about it. The Salomons. I thought people were gonna mm. like really abuse those, but thank God that Balenciaga is still creating sneakers because all the dick riders and all the clout demons just gravitate towards that. But. Yeah, Salomons, bro. You can just go in a hiking store and cop them shits. It's funny how the little the swag for so many people now. They wear dress pants. They wear dress pants and they wear uh, Asics and they look like they fashion. <laughs> fashion has really been like muted because of black people made white fashion damn near go to like Steve Job level just to like get back to a normal sense of control because everything we do is controlled by. But- Everything we do is so magnetized. Do you, do you realize they do that all the time, though, right? We pull up to regular sports. We fuck up everything. Now they got extreme sports. You know what I mean? Like, we they had to, they had to turn up in some way. They had to change in some way to differentiate it. Because, like, we turn it up far too much. And it's like, also, for this generation, it's so easy to just be a clone. Like, it's so are easy. We, are, are we putting Hood Rich Pablo, I'm a V-Lone Thug, or the top 25 song, Smoking Cookie at the Pop-Up? Is, is this a personal or the actual? Because the personal, the personal, it may be up there. <laughs> Shit, because that song defined a, a slick good year I'm of my a life. I'm a V-Lone Thug, V-Lone, Juggies. I'm going to be real with y'all. I don't think y'all will ever know the feeling of wearing Off-White V-Lone before it come out and listening to that song. Mm-mm. That shit was different. You feel like you a part of something. Yeah, V-Lo might be one of the biggest trends ever bro, in the 2010s, v, bro. Bro, the V-Lo, bro. Nigga, that shit. Because it was at a time. Rocking V-Lo when I'm rocking up. What? Because it was like at a time that V on the back of your shirt wasn't even like how it is now. Like It was a mark of like you may be someone. You know what I mean? Like It was, bro, it was the mark of the beast. Dog, I remember I walked into the celebrity section of that, what you call it, the, uh, the Kanye concert that he did at Webster Hall. And no one batted an eye at me because I had that off-white V-Lone shirt on. I walked in between Virgil and Luca. No one said anything to me because I had that shirt on until some white woman said something. But, like, it's a mark of the beast, bro. It really is. That V has, like I told you, it has that type of feeling that you see a logo. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Like a, like a triferg or something, you know? Like, she, like you're, you see it and you're like, what? I want to know more. And um, yo, I really like GQ's photographers. I feel like GQ photography style is really good. Are you looking at that thing that they did with all of the uh, with all the comedians and shit? No, I'm looking at the thing they did for Keanu Reeves. Mm. Looking at the Virgil cover. I forgot he was on the cover of GQ style issue 11. Hey, that's my boy Virgil. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Keanu Reeves one time for just being a great person. Um, everybody just says he's so nice. He gave most of his uh, his salary from the Matrix to a lot of the production team because they were getting underpaid. So that's really really cool of him. White magic, white magic, white magic. Whoa! Yeah, Keanu Reeves is the type of nigga that Frank Ocean and Tyler the Creator cry about at night. 
On that note, you know what, Chris, bro? <laughs> this fucking, you know what, bro? You know what? We got a lot of research to do, y'all. We're about to hit them books. We're going to get to it. <laughs> I'm really, like, thinking about this shit. But, yeah, um, my shout out. Are we only going to do shout outs, G? We can do everything, but that shit's just going to take a lot. We got to do outs. We got to do sneakers. You need to ready to do albums. Yeah, we got to do See, sneakers. albums we could... Albums we could go different because like Tierra Whack album is album defining, bro. That shit is it's, really every album song is, is just gonna be minute. way easier. It's just gonna it's gonna be way easier. Yeah, it is. But songs is interesting, so yeah. it just gives everyone a chance to get in. Albums don't give people like Rick Ross a fair shot. Mm-hmm. And Teflon Don is one of those albums I said would be album defining of his decade. So <laughs> I gotta fight for that because you're crazy. Um, I, I, yeah, I bro. Shout yeah, bro. Shout outs to um, Nike for real. You know, we legaled up with them now. Thank God. It feels good, bro. Dreams do come true. Shout-outs to GQ. Might be doing something with them in the near future. Um, Shout-outs to just turning up. Shout-outs to Adesua. We having me and Sachi running around with the chicken chicken when I had cut up. Shout-outs to everybody who getting a coral fleece, who got a coral fleece. Shout-outs to just the hard work we put in 2019 and then the decade off right. Shout-outs to Woody vs. Poppy. We've been here for half a decade. Fuck y'all. For real. For real, though. For real, for real. For real, right? For real, for real. 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 We really been here, like, recording this stuff, bro. This is our 111th episode? uh, Yeah, we can't even find some of them. Like, the fact that, like, Chris, you got to understand, like, one day somebody might be able to uncover those other episodes from SoundCloud because they might do, like, something where, like, eventually, like, like, they might give up music ownership and somebody might uncover those and, like, archive those and give those to people. And people be like, yo, I got those episodes. Yeah, or it's going to be, like, to the point where we get a subreddit and, like, people, like, oh, I'm an original Woodyverse Poppy listener and I downloaded every single because if you guys don't know, or, I made every episode that is lost. All of those episodes when they were released were downloadable and people downloaded them. So they're all out there somewhere and people's hard drives and shit like that. But my external hard drive, man. RP, man. Yeah, RP for real. But yeah, man. Episode 111. Want to shout out, uh, you know, want to shout out Woody one time, you know, for uh, helping me out in life, making things a lot easier teaching. Uh, I want to shout out to um, Khalees because this is the first time I ever heard Wonderland uh, last week. And I can't believe that. Well, no, I, I can't believe it. I was three years old when that album come, came out. I don't feel bad about not hearing it before. But phenomenal project. Um, I don't know. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to everybody that listens. And uh, I'm shout out to my horrible shout outs every episode. So. On that note, I think this is another one in the books. We fed y'all. This is two hours. So, um, you know what I mean? Y'all have a good day. This is that Joe Rogan month. Oh, bro. Damn. Orlando got his old handle back. He got the Nike feed in without the underscore. Wait a minute. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> he can't be stopped. To be continued. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. This is Woody vs. Bobby. Right. We out.